Private jet live on a plane right what the now. Hell? Look at that, cousin Rob. Hey, stewardess, bring me a shot of Soko Slit. <laughs> Give me some Soko Slit. Hi, <laughs> everybody. It's the LunaticRadio.com show. Sorry for that little tidbit of information oh that no God. one really gave a shit. No, about. that's cool. Someone's actually listened to us in a plane at 35,000 feet. It's uh, Kia Rock today. No one else. Yeah, it's just, it's old school day. It's old school day. Uh, this is uh, LR show circa 2004 or three, five, six. I don't know. Whatever. It's the husband and wife show. We've been doing this show way too long. Nag, nag, nag. Bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> uh, email us at the show, lunaticradio.com. Drunk old hotline, 206-202-LUNA. That's 206-202-5666. Rocket is, is, thank God he's drinking today. What the LunaticRadio.com show has turned into is a, is a time for us to drink as individuals. <laughs> Which is bad when it's only us two. Because we're running around during the week doing our right. jobs and talking to chicks and 
and our things and what we have to do, going to the bank. We have going, to, yes, those tough tasks, like going to the bank. Right. Putting socks on. You can't booze up when you go into the bank. Making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. The tough task of Kieran's day. You get it, right. Right. I can't drink during these times. No. But now I can during the yes. show. This is your moment. People. This is your three hours to sit back and relax, Kieran, and right. have a beer and talk about jerking off. So that's amazing. Cousin Rob is uh, on his way back from L.A. Was was he in L.A.? Yeah, he was uh, hanging out with his brother out there in L.A. And he went to and he saw Metallica out in Anaheim. He's a Metallica like a like a fanboy. Dude, he's seen him five times this year. <laughs> this year, that's a little ridiculous. The calendar year is not over. He still has time to go see some more of them. He, he loves the fucking Metallica, so he flew out there to see his bro and watch a little Metallica concert. And now he's flying back. And I believe he's saying his his plane is 35,000 feet in the air, and it's over Lake Michigan right now. Yeah. And he's listening to the LunaticRadio.com show live. Right. Oh, he actually sent us the uh, the, the flight tracker of his oh, flight. Oh, there there's Cousin Rob. There he is. Dude, he's doing this in air. I love this. I'm actually looking at his flight. I should show people uh, Cousin Rob's flight. Is there anything legal about that? I don't think there's anything illegal about showing people his flight. Pack. I don't know. Who knows? We'll find out. There he is. For people watching live, I put the flight status up there. So, hopefully, Virgin Air has free Wi-Fi on the plane for the holiday season. Oh, Rob's on Virgin Air. There's a sex joke in there somewhere. Well, let's hope his pilots don't get drunk and bypass fucking JFK Airport. Right. Because there's nothing to land. (laughs) Unless you're going to land in the middle of the ocean. For all those keeping track, he's on an Airbus A320. He left L.A., and he's on his way to JFK. There you go. And he's listening to us talk about nothing. Drink Coors Light right. and Rock's drinking Chubba Wubba. I don't know what the Chubba fuck. Chubba Wubba? What are you the drinking? Band? What are you drinking over there? It's the Blue Point Oktoberfest, sir. I'm representing. This is my. This is the import beer. Blue Point Import. Nice. <laughs> All the way from Blue Point, Long Island. Is it is it fair, is it fair to say cousin Rob spent in upwards of five hundred dollars to listen to the Lunatic Radio yeah. show? You know what we should do? We should just have we should just do dead air for ten minutes. <laughs> just waste Virgin Air's Wi Fi time with dead air. Well, is it where is he flying? I mean, where does he fly? What is he flying? Is Virgin Air? He's yeah, flying? Virgin Air. Yeah. What? Do, do you think he has headphones on? Yeah. How else would he listen? I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm just hoping he... Oh, take, you should take out the speaker. We should just yell, cunt! <laughs> yes, that's what I wanted to do. That woman in 3B is a cunt! <sighs> that's not nice. This man is a terrorist! <laughs> no, no, actually, no. You should take off the, the headphones and so you just have the speaker and go... Give me some Soko slit! Friendy, dickhead. Do that to the waitress. <laughs> he wants a little Soko. What is that from, Rock? I don't remember that drop from last that week. That was last week. That was you with your little, uh, your Jersey Shore. Uh, Kieran, the, uh, what, what? Oh, impersonating the, the situation. Stroke. Yeah, Kieran, the stroke at one of the clubs out on the Jersey Shore. And when he's dancing it up. Give me some Soko slit. That's how oh, he gets that's into my, the mood. That's my Guido nickname, the that's, stroke. Yeah, that's how, yeah, the stroke. That's how you get into the mood. Because when I go to the clubs, I don't, I don't score. So I go home and stroke. Right, exactly. You're such a mess. You tan, you do your 800 crunches, and, you, and you're there with your dip cup in <laughs> your private the, moments. All that leads to is jerking off. It's a sad state for Awful. you. All right, so Cousin Rob, first uh, listener, I believe, to I listen so. on the show. I, I, I don't, you can't fucking... I've never been on a plane where, I guess, Virgin Airlines offers that. That's their thing. Internet on the fucking plane. Who knew? Who knew? The hell of a router. 
There's a little, there's a little Wi-Fi might, joke. I think I might have no. to fucking fly Virgin Air. He said, Rob's like, I'm probably hogging all the bandwidth on the plane. Good. <laughs> Two things about Virgin Airlines. Oh. Internet. Yeah. And the name. Virgin. Wow. Why not? Why not? Why not? Wow. Fuck myself. This is... I apologize on behalf of... Friday, dickhead. I apologize. That was a waste. Hey, they're getting this radio for free. That's Fuck true. Ba- bad jokes and all. It's true. You're, paying, you're not paying shit for these bad jokes. <laughs> yeah, we can say whatever we want. <laughs> we can drink. It's free. Last segment, we just played drunk calls and sleep. Right. Awesome. That's what we do. We don't get paid for this shit. Fuck we don't. Stuff. Although we have stock. <laughs> stock and what? Oh, that's right. I still have that piece of garbage. Bet- hey! Oh, I'm sorry. Jesus, man! What was it worth? I don't know. Some? <laughs> not even the. Not, it's Something? Not even, what is the stock? How, how much stock do we own, right? I think it's like it's in, like twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand shares of shares of nothing. We can't really talk about it, but we have it. We have it. We have it. We have stock. What other internet radio DJs have stock because of a radio show? Fuck yourselves. We're number one, bitch. Oh, the hell with it. Oh, Word it up. <clears throat> there it is. Here it is. Oh, you got it? There it is. Look at that. Let me see that, Rock. Because I have that somewhere in my... <gasps> That's right. How many shares is it? Uh, 25. 27,000. 100- 190 shares of company name. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's hope General Electric doesn't go on. What what does void and big red ink across it mean? <laughs> you suck. <laughs> oh. That's you suck in business terms. No, no, no. Wow, it's got my name and everything. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Your full name, not just Rocket? No, thankfully. Jerk. <laughs> By the way, uh, big F you to the New York Post. What? What'd they do? Uh, Did they, they call you out for being gay? Remember that chick that banged Elliot Spitzer? Ashley Alexander Dupree? Right, sure, I remember her. Well, now she's the new sex columnist. No, she's not. In the New York no, Post. No, she does not have a gig with the Post. She has a... Ugh. And you can email her. Could we? At AshleyDupree at NewYorkPost.com. Does this mean we can get her on the show now? Ashley is now. Never like... Uh, uh, what what were those columns back in the day like, dear Mary, dear Abby, dear Abby? No was, way. Yeah, now it's dear Ashley, dear the, Ashley, <laughs> dear Ashley, the hooker who banged the governor of this state. Wait, dear Ashley? Oh, not that one. Yeah, not her. <laughs> it's, it's Ashley Alexander Dupree. Wow, that's ridiculous. Karen, you could get a gig like now, on there. Now, apparently, if you're a hooker. And you bang some high-profile uh, chick yeah. or dude. Uh, you got a gig as a journalist at, at some major paper <sighs> waiting for you. At some big media outlet. We are missing the boat, man. Idiocracy is coming, motherfuckers. It is coming. What is she going to... Has she started? Does she have like a... Does she have an article yet? I would love to... What do you mean? She's got a full page? <laughs> what is Rock, and this is not page 49. Let me see this. This yeah. is not page 49 of the New York Post. Sunday's New York Post. Oh, my God. Where's our one page? Of most, one of the most important. It is the most important day, isn't it? Sunday, the, the Sunday paper is the most important paper because it costs you $1.75. That's, right. that's what those commercials say. Right? <laughs> oh, that's the Times, whatever. Page three, motherfuckers. Let me see this. Of the New York Post today is a hooker giving sex advice. Look at this. 
this. Look at it. This is sad. Look, and she's like all just she's she's exploiting herself like she's just eating it up. Look at this with her like that is the girl. That is pictures of the girl. Who banged the governor of the former governor of this state? Spitzer's babe answers all your love life questions, which I didn't realize love life was a hyphenated word. I did not know this. <laughs> Apparently, she's not that great for writing. All right, let's see what. Let's, you want to give this a try? You want to go ahead and read? I mean, it, let's give this a try. Who, who, who the fuck, by the way? Who are the citizens of New York who are writing into the New York Post wanting advice from this? Ooh. Are there, are there tellable signs a man isn't happy in his marriage? Jay Marshall from the East Village. All right. Here's Ashley's response. Ashley's response. Ashley Alexander Dupree, the girl who banged Elliot Spitzer. Guys are primal. They're proud and need to be treated like they're proud and special. So you suck the guy's dick. Right. Apparently, Ashley. You blow him. Right. Without no care about the repercussions. No big deal for her. Mm-hmm. Um... Girlfriends do that for the most part. Right. But I think that wives with children have so much pressure on them. that nat- Oh, because she knows. Because she knows. Right. She knows what it's like to have kids and be a wife. Because she's, she's only... No, she's the one banging the one with the kids and wives. Right. She knows what it's like to be on the other side. Um, uh, children have so much pressure on them. The natural thing is for the kids to take priority. The husband feels secondary and in one form or another may seek out the required special attention outside the marriage. See, (laughs) Ashley. Wow. She is spot on. I love this woman. Wow. Wow. Is that the is that the first column? Like the no 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 it was one before but this one struck me because of the how do you know if a man isn't happy I mean this was like easy like this is totally her this is totally her purpose in life well Rock you've read maybe a paragraph yeah, of it yeah. and, that, and that's the second entry of her first ever oh right yeah and and you know what it's giving advice from a hooker's perspective <laughs> it is clearly giving advice from a hooker's perspective guys are so easy to please and I don't just mean sexually. We all need to feel loved and appreciated. Ask yourself, when was the last time you did something to make your husband feel loved, special, and appreciated? And if you can't remember, then that's a sign right there. She no, she cannot be doing Give this me, because on. she's the whore banging no, no, a married guy. Hold on, hold on. Just for just for the give me give me another one. You want another one? Give oh. me another one. Just for you know, let's let's. Oh, let's, I see. Unbiased. So unbiased. Be fair. be fair. Because that one was clearly from the perspective of a hooker. Um, <laughs> my girlfriend says she doesn't like porn. Is she lying? Oh, here we go. David and Tribeca. All right, David. Well, what is she going to say for this one? What is she going to... You know what? You fucking... Uh, if, uh, come on. Just read it. Some women don't like porn and some love it. Yeah, like me and I'll suck your man's cock for 50 bucks. I'm not big into myself, but I must say... I was buying the Liberator, sex aid, and I was watching the demonstration video for all the different positions, and I was thinking about my boyfriend at the time. Pretty much, pretty much, she was practicing for the job. Yeah. <laughs> she was training. And it got me super turned on, just thinking about him and us and exploring all the different positions on this thing. Try sending her an email of a soft porn clip. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Why soft porn? Well, you got to start off like Skinamax. You got to start off low. You can't go. Uh, uh, you, oh, you go right for the. Uh, you blast him with Belladonna banging a fucking lampshade. That's not nice, Kieran. Try sending an email. Uh, I can't wait to do this to you tonight. Aw. Aw. See, that's love. I can't wait to do this to you tonight. Aw. It's like a three way with Lex Steel. 
All right, this one doesn't seem as biased. God. Doesn't seem like it's written from a hooker yet. Let's see what she says. Send her an email. See what she says. This is ridiculous, though. Ugh. I don't like. I can't believe this. She's just. We could get her on. Let's get her on the show. I, uh, you know, I tried. We should get her on the show and then just hang up on her. <laughs> Hello, is this Ashley Dupree? Yes. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Later. Sleep I on. can't believe that, though, man. There, here's somebody. I mean, there's somebody out here in the metropolitan New York area. Many, maybe 50 to 100 people going. I would love that gig, and I'm qualified to do that gig. Right. Well, who do they give it to? The one that sucks the governor's dick. The one that sucks the governor's dick. Literally. And why? Literally. And why? Because she's fucking smoking hot and she sucked a high profile dick. That's the only reason why this girl can fucking write for the New York Post. How sad is that? How sad is that? You see this photo? You see this picture of her right here? She's kind of just like there, the little pose. You know, mm-hmm. show the people in the camera. You know what she's you know what she's thinking? How the fuck did I get this gig? <laughs> How did I get here? The best thing I ever did was get paid five grand to bang the government. Exactly. <laughs> fucking hot chicks Dude, think. Society's over. <laughs> fucking society's over. I'm packing my bags. I'm moving to Canada. God bless gorgeous women. But <laughs> she's really not that hot. Let's, I mean, you know. She's she's pretty. She she's, is uh, a definitely a pretty girl. She's, you know. I mean, she's not bad looking. I'm not going to, you she's know. She's going to be that. She's definitely hot. But. She's curvy. She's She's got the thing. She's uh, got it going on. She's got what the uh, the kids call the kids call the uh, uh, donkey dunk. Yeah, like <laughs> like know. like the brothers. The brothers would call her Shorty. You know, they you know when they call him Shorty. Yes, I do. That means they're attracted. I believe. I don't know, motherfucker. Though there's a there's an actual journalist out there reading this going. He's, yeah, he just hung himself. Yeah. When he saw that, he hung himself. He's like, my career's over. Yeah, I have no... Because there's I, no way I'm sucking, a go- I'm sucking a governor's dick. There's yeah. no chance. There's no way. They're giving fucking journalistic jobs to fucking hookers. Idiocracy. This is incredible. Fuck Obama and his healthcare. Fuck you all this, would. Fuck oh. all this politics you're, you're hearing about on the Bill O'Reilly and the Keith Olbermann shows and the Chris Matthews and the Wolf Blisters and all this horse shit. It's just, it's nonsense. Well, to because, be honest. We're heading towards idiocracy, whether you like it or not. That's where we're going. Here's another telltale sign. A hooker on the most important day that a paper is delivered to your mailbox. Right. A hooker has got a full page layout. Full page. Giving advice Color. to the public about sex. You know, you mentioned Wolf Blitzer. He doesn't count because you know he sucked a dick or two to get his position. Let's not let's not add him to the fold of people. You know he, that fucking guy. Him in his situation room. By the way, Wolf Blitzer, formerly Teen Wolf. <laughs> Talk about the situation. Wolf, the situation Blitzer. <laughs> Don't get him angry. He'll play basketball. Right. Oh, God. All right. So we got a lot to uh, talk about. On wow. Today's. What a rousing start to this show. I am floored by this. <laughs> it's awful. We it? can get we can totally get an article. <gasps> that would be great. Imagine we had an article. Yeah. Post. You know how awesome that would be. It would be. <laughs> it would be pretty my my portion. My contri- contribution to the article would be like a status update. Really. <laughs> it wouldn't be much. They would have to have a big font. 
Let him write much. Ashley really wrote a lot in this. <laughs> so there'd be someone be like letters to Karen. Someone's like, I have trouble pleasing my woman. What should I do? Anonymous. Karen's response. What's her number? <laughs> Come on, we can. This would be great. We could be. We could be huge. <sighs> and I'd be like, my response would be, Does she like muffins? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I like money. Oh my gosh. We do too many inside things. You gotta listen to old shows Go to get the muffins and all that nonsense. Well, don't want to sound like a dick or nothing, but uh, it says on your chart that you're fucked up. <laughs> and uh, listening to your question there, hmm. <laughs> what's, what's something I could whisper to my, to my woman to get her in the mood? Give me some Soko slit! <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Give me some oh, Soko slit. Ask Rock. Yes, there should. Yeah, like the Doctor Rock. Remember those? Remember Doctor Rock? Days? Yes, which were awful. Fucking. Sentence. Hey, come on. What are you talking about? He never gave any advice. I most certainly did. Just maybe not advice directed to the question. You but know I what? Gave it, indirect sounded, advice. it sounded like advice, but it really was not. No, much it was just kind anything. of like me just, <laughs> just blabbering. Yeah, yeah. You love your woman. Okay. Aww. <laughs> that was it. Uh, by the way, as you played the clip from uh, our segment on the Jersey Shore last week. What, your SoCo clip? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Give me some SoCo slit! Word up. Yeah. Uh, the punch heard around the MTV world. Yeah. Will be airing next week. That's oh, what I hear. Get your party hats on for that one. That's going to be a good time. The Sookie Punch has taken over to the, uh, the internet. Everyone has been talking about... Obviously, they've been talking about the two-hour premiere that, that, that happened last week. Wait, Rachel's saying they cut it. What? They cut it? It's not going to be in? It's not... What? What's going on? Wait, this is news. Wait, wait, wait. We got like a... This is like oh, a huge news wedge. What happened? I didn't know this. That cannot be true. Can somebody get me a link, please? Because I can't really look for it right now. Someone, Rachel, get me a link because this is... I didn't realize this. Is that true? Because I, I just read an article uh, the other day about it that it only made like 1.6 million viewers, the opening show, really? which is nothing. The, the Kate and John Gosselin breakup show was like 10 times as big of a viewing. So it's not really exactly getting uh, the viewership. But um, I can't believe they're not going to air it. That's ridiculous. We got to Google that. Oh, and the, and did you hear about the gym teacher, that, that gym teacher, the guy who... The guy who punches a gym teacher from the, um, like Brooklyn or something? Because it happened in Jersey. He worked in New York. The New York school didn't know about the punch until they saw the video. And they reassigned him, though. Now he's fucked. Oh, he is fucked. Oh, he's got to be. He's got to be. I would think he's fucked. He reassigned. What, is he going to go to the I, minors? That's what I heard. <laughs> that's what I heard, though. I heard it, they were going to just reassign him. How do you to reassign what? Yeah. I don't know. I don't he's know why. fucked. What a douche. What a mess. But that show, that show, I don't know if that show's going to do too well, because apparently the ratings on the uh, opening night were not that good, or overall. I wasn't sure if it was opening night or overall, but still, either way, it was not that good. Um, so, I don't know what's the, uh, I'm waiting for this link, because I'm really curious. I can't believe they're going to cut that out. That's going to be like the best moment of the show. That's what we're all waiting for. We're all waiting to see that. And why would they cut it out? What's, I mean, I understand, it, you know. Here it is, here it is. Sookie Punch pulled from episode. Wow. <laughs> Uh, amid, amid public outcries, MTV has decided not to show the controversial footage of the Jersey Shore cast member Nicole Suki Palazzi, Palazzi. Getting, getting punched in the face by a bar patron next week on next week's episode of the Jersey Shore. Uh, blah blah blah. Reports Entertainment Weekly. Oh, 
the entertainment. What happened to Snooki was a crime and obviously extremely disturbing. Fine. TV spokeswoman in a statement after hearing from our viewers, further consulting with experts. Who are these fucking these experts? Wait a minute. What, experts were what? With airing it? Hello? Fucking, because what, a crime was committed? You ever watch the show Cops? It only, it's only ran for like, what, 15, 16 years? Mm. There's crimes that happen on every one of those shows. Yeah, you know what, Phil Rock? What? On Cops are not punching hot chicks. It's a crime to punch a hot chick. So they're missing a tooth or two. It's a crime to punch a hot chick. Teethesis? Uh, well, you know what? To be honest with you, now that I'm looking at it, it's horseshit that MTV's pulling it because that's what created all the buzz for the Jersey yes! show last week. It's the only reason to watch was it. Was that fucking two-second clip of her getting punched in the face. Everybody was talking about that. Not that everyone. I, now, we don't condone punching punching women, but it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty hilarious. It was awful. I was fucking taken aback by it. I couldn't believe it was on TV. I believe I said that last week. Um... Uh, but uh, all right, here here it is. Um, uh, experts, all right, consulting experts on the issue of violence and seeing how the video footage has been taken out of context, not to show the severity of the act. The result, uh, blah, blah, blah. MTV decided not to air Snooky's physical. I can't believe this. <sighs> They're right. pussing out. The show did not have a good uh, opening viewership, and the only thing people were looking for, or looking forward to, was the punch. And they're taking it out. The show is going to tank and fall apart. But it really had no chance in the long run, anyway, because it's a pretty what, what, fucked up show. Anyway, what did we say last week when we covered we said a lot of things? We said a lot of things last week, <laughs> but what did we fucking say? We can't wait. For that episode, when that girl gets punched in the face, right? Because not not because we wanted to see her get punched in the face, we wanted to oh, see no. what happened. What happens afterwards? Is the girl dead? Does the guy get arrested? What happens to the guy? Does he get pummeled by fifty dudes? What happens? That's what we wanted to know. Right. The aftermath. The fallout. I could use such terminology. And I heard during this week that MTV, before that episode aired, which is supposed to air this coming week, uh, the week of this show that people will be listening to it on podcast. Um, what I heard was that they're going to play like a like a PSA about domestic violence, which is which is horseshit because it's they're not married. The person who punched Stucky in the face is not married to her. Yeah. But, it, you know, I guess violence against women, some sort of PSA yeah. like that. Fine. I, I don't really care. Fine. Put a PSA in. But to take it out, to why? Take it, yeah, but they're, now they're taking it out. Ugh. It's over, John. MTV is fucking just, you know, they're just fielding all sorts of shit because of this, right? The this only thing I could think of is the reason why they're doing it is because the show did not do that well. So they're trying to salvage whatever they can. If the show had 10 million viewers for the first episode, they'd leave it. I think they'd leave it. I really think they'd leave it. I think the fact that they only pulled 1.6 or something like that, I believe, was the number I saw. Yeah. They're, they're just trying to salvage whoever whoever they can. They're just trying to... They're gonna, what, with advertisers? Yeah, anything. Yes. Advertise, yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. Advertisers. I was thinking viewership, but absolutely, you're right. Advertisers definitely comes into play. Unbelievable, Well, this, this, is, this is a fucking... This is news for the viewership going, you know what? We can't fucking show you everything. We can't show you everything. And now people are going to stop watching, I think, based on this news, because everybody wanted to fucking see yeah. that. You were the one, when when Josh, Josh and I were here last week before the show, you were telling me, like, you got to see this fucking coming attraction to the next 
what's coming up on the Jersey Shore this season. Right. You got to see this thing. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I didn't even know what the fuck you were talking about. You just told me that somebody was getting punched. And when I saw that, when you played it, I made you play it like 30 times over because I couldn't believe what I was seeing on TV. It was a pretty, I mean, to get that caught on camera was pretty remarkable. That moment. Yeah. I mean, to have that camera rolling, to have that, I mean, that's, that's, that's like lotto level getting that moment to on camera kind of situation. Right. Cause that's something, that's something that I've been to clubs. I mean, I'm 33 years old. I've been to my club or two in my day. I've never seen anything even remotely close to that happening no, in a right, club. Right. Right. I've seen guys fight. I've never seen a girl touched at a club. Right. And to see that happen is pretty fucking crazy. And to air it on TV is another fucking crazy thing. But if MTV was going to fucking show it and they chose to show it, they shouldn't back out. They should fucking go with it. Fuck the advertisers. This is what we're going to... You can't... No, this, you cannot fuck the I, advertisers. I know you can't man. fuck the advertisers, but have the balls to go, you know, this is what we we decided to do. Fucking... We're going to go with it. You're right, but... Because everybody already I saw find, it. I want to find those numbers because... I know you... I know I agree with you 100%, but the numbers were just too low. Um, but maybe that's a good number for MTV. I don't know. I don't know anything about fucking ratings. Obviously, because we do this radio show. <laughs> but I don't know anything about ratings. Maybe that's a good fucking rating for MTV. It's a cable channel. 1.6 million viewers. Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, I got f- I, I, I read that article. I should have. I'm going to see if I can find it again. 1.4 million viewers compared to the 2.1 million this past premiere of The Hills. So The Hills, the Hills had uh, close to double the amount. <laughs> and um, someone else, I think it was like 10 million for the John and Kate. Uh, Goslin or John and yeah, John and Kate Goslin divorce episode. I just want to ask: Do they all go in a tanning bed together? <laughs> yeah, really. Because they're all the same shade of tan. They are a mess of people. <laughs> Everybody in the Jersey Shore. There's not one lighter than the other. They're all the same shade of tan. But and then also some like Amer- Italian American coalition group had a problem with them that they're defacing the name of Italian Americans. Spin your pizzas and shut up. Hey, wait a second. That's not nice. They're going to be after you now. What are you going to come get? My Coors Light? (laughs) Fucking assholes. Go buy more. Yeah. Solve that problem, dick. We do not condone the way they behave. We just hope the American viewers take it exactly for what it is. Yes! Yes! Right! Take it exactly for what it is. A piece of shit show and let it be. Yeah, and we, I think everybody that watches that show is going, these guys are fucking ridiculous. This is a piece of shit show, yet I still want to watch it. Because it, it's like when you're driving down a fucking interstate and there's a car wreck. You slow down to take a look because you're interested. That's exactly what the Jersey Shore show is on TV. That's what it is. Incredible. I don't know why I'm getting so excited about this. Domino's pulled their ads from the show, so I guess... Fuck people- Domino's! Their pizza sucks. Papa John's all the way, bitch. Oh, look at you! Ew. You know Papa John will be in there. You ever see the commercial with Papa John? He goes to fucking residential houses and serves the pizza himself. Papa John will be on this fucking show. Papa guy, John- he's an attention whore son of a bitch guy. I can't wait till the next commercial that Papa John has, because he's probably going to show up at a kegger and drink some beers, and it's going to be awesome. Everybody's going to have Papa John pizza. Fuck Domino's. I bet you he'll say that in the next commercial. Here's Papa John's Pizza, and all the frat kids go, yay! And there's a girl doing beer bong and some girl having sex in a shower. And, and they'll go, yay! They'll do this, right? And then at the end, Papa John's will go, fuck Domino's, bitch! Wow. Sorry. That's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, fuck Domino's for backing out. 
Listen, you know, they, they don't want to be part of the... But that's the problem. That's why you ride that fine line with television of, of your advertising. The only reason why these shows can't air is if the commer- there's commercials. If they're the advertisers. No advertisers, no money. No money, no show. That's 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 how television works. Come on, MTV's got some bucks. They can still... You know what? They pull the show. Here's 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 the other oh, thing. Okay. Let me, let me throw this at you, oh, Rock. All right, all right. Let me, see if I'll I can get, catch it. I'm going to throw a little something at you. Ooh, all right. This is what I'm going to do. All right, say the show's pulled, right? Okay, completely unfair. MTV just fucking pulls it. Gone. Okay. They throw it out on DVD the rest of the season. You've seen three episodes with the airing of last week's episode. Say they pulled it this week. Okay. You've seen three episodes, right? Right. They're going to throw the fucking full season on the DVD and put it out there in the marketplace. Do you think it will do well? It will do. It'll do okay. It will not compare to advertisers' money. There's no way DVD sales can compare to advertisers' money. That's just the bottom line. All right. I'd like for someone to prove me wrong on that, but I think I have enough background to know that advertiser commercial space is a lot more than DVD sales. Thank you. By the way, Race Car Johnny was not on the Jersey Shore. But I have news for you, actually, on Race Car Johnny. Oh? I'll tell you during the break. Oh, ooh, private information. Yeah. I like it, gossip. Yeah, I got to tell you about it. And then we'll come back and I'll and I'll spill the beans. <clears throat> I won't do that. That's not nice. Right. All right, so we have, uh, what are we doing on the show today, Ron? We did two shows in a row now talking about this Jersey Shore. I got to do a little bit of Tiger Woods today, though. You're fu- oh my god, your boy's gone. It's over, Johnny. Dude, he quit golf. If, indefinitely. He quit golf indefinitely. He's like, Slaytron, I'm fucked up. Dude, and there's word that there's a that the, that the fucking porn industry has already made a tag of words. No porn. way, it's like steal the guy. You gotta Google it. Can you Google that during the break? I'll see what I can find, but wow. Alright, by the way, um let's let's do this. We have Richard Patrick, our buddy. Our buddy, our old buddy. Richard Patrick from the band Filter. Oh, I could play some tunes. You want to uh, play a tune or two? Yeah, yeah I, I was going to I'll I was going to play some of his new shit, but if oh, you, all right. do you, you want to play no, actually play some of the old shit so people know yeah, everyone who the fuck this Richard song. is. Everybody uh, knows play him in as shot cuz that's yeah, who it is. Everybody knows this song. All right, here we go. Yeah. Richard Patrick Filter coming on the show today. You know this song, people, right? Yeah. This is like the uh yeah. Let, it, let it get to the hook, and we'll uh, we'll let this play, and we'll go to break, and we'll come back with some uh, Tiger Woods update and uh, whatever else. I love Richard Patrick, man. I can't wait to have him on the show today. Favorite band of all time.
that's my bike saying if you spend a little bit less on your friends and family this holiday season, you can buy yourself something really nice for Christmas. Happy holidays. Ho, 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 signs of stopping, and I brought some corn for popping. Lights are turned down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. But uh, I was the best man at my brother's wedding back in October. And I had to give the old bachelor uh, speech, the best man speech. And it really wasn't a speech. It was pretty much uh, oh, oh, just me rambling drunk. Not only is he my brother, but he's, uh, he's my best friend. Uh-oh, here we oh, go. Oh, no. There goes the oh. typical. That was the trigger. As soon as I said my best friend, I started I started Pure jerker. I couldn't get shit out. And I'm at this point, I'm sitting on his lap. I'm sitting on my big brother's you're, lap. You're sitting on your big brother's lap, delivering what, what's probably the most delivered line for a brother toasting a brother. Yeah. And, you, and you're weeping at it. Yeah. All right, so now uh, I guess I told a story about Kev and moving out to Arizona, you know, changing his life, good stuff, right? Right. Uh, then I <laughs> then I go into talking about his his lovely bride, right. Lisa, who's a great girl, by Absolutely. the way. Absolutely, freshly uh, married, mere hours prior. I called her a gym. And I believe a dime piece. A dime piece? A dime piece. A dime a piece. All right. And then I reference, uh, like the brothers would say. What the fuck? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so, uh, hold on. Sorry. I got to go back. Hold on. Oh, wow. You know, he, uh, he, he had some rough times, but I mean, five years later, look what he comes home with. Hey, this is Ray. This is Jen. Tune in to the Sports Buffet live every Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Pacific, 11 Eastern, as Jen and I talk sports, television, uh, basically anything that's going on in our lives, right here at tpsradio.net. And now, back to the show, lunaticradio.com. What up, everybody? <laughs> Rocket's got uh, Tiger Woods' porno. What's this? This is a uh, Kings of Leon, I believe. Nice. Might be Crawl. Right. Not sure. It's a tune. Yeah, it's Kings of Leon's a weird band. They have really awful songs yes. and they have really good ones. Yeah, but it's a, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah, they're hit and miss. Very... They should just combine the good songs and make one album. Somebody was telling me though that they have uh, they had two different songwriters. That's why. Uh-oh. I don't know. All right, so the Tiger Woods fucking porno is called Tiger's Wood. Tiger's Wood, of course it is. And who's who's his star? Because we've done a lot of the porno shit on this show in the years past. Uh, Caden Cross has been um, casted for it, and the uh, Tiger will be uh, played by this guy, Tyler Knight. Of course he will. 
<laughs> Tyler Knight. And actually, he kind of looks like a Tiger Woods on steroids a little yeah. bit. Somewhere here. I'll show people for some reason. There's photo. Tiger Tyler, Knight. Tyler Knight. Tyler Knight. There he is. Your boy Tyler Knight. <laughs> I'm going to love you like no other. Climb on and I'll drive all night long. Of course you will. That's his quote. That's his quote. <laughs> Porn guys are idiots. That's an awful fucking line, like like a quote. Oh man! I'm gonna love you like no other. Climb on and I'll climb drive. on. They could have had a better like golf innuendo than that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna drive all night long. Like like they couldn't come up with something better than that. Wait a minute! This is actually an ad for his inflatable doll, lifelike inflatable doll of Tyler Knight with eight inch penis and four color face. Oh, that oh right. four color I'm face. Sorry. What I, does that mean? So they don't have the all right, all right. What? I'm sorry. I thought I was looking at like maybe the maybe the tagline for the fucking Tiger Woods. Oh no no no! This is for this is actually an ad for his inflatable doll. But still, to have a tagline like that. <laughs> I'm gonna love you, and by I'm, uh, that's his inflatable doll is gonna love you like no other. God bless the porno industry because they really have quick turnaround. They yeah, just really? they call a couple of folks on the celly. They didn't even call; they just send text messages. Get down to the studio. We're gonna film the tiger. They're Ridge always porn. working. You got to give them credit. They're always they're always working. It's a nonstop business. Yeah. So yeah, supposedly this is what's gonna go down. I think Vivid. I think I saw Vivid. Uh, oh, they're not producing it. Is offering big bucks to any former Woods mistress who will star star in a porn. Oh, okay. Um, so I guess this is someone. This other. But uh, what does this? What does it say there? Porn star Caden Cross tweeted. tweeted. I love how now tweets and Facebook posts are now legitimate sources of information. All right, Caden uh, Cross has tweeted that she has been cast as Tiger's wife in porn. Eileen, is that her? Is that Tiger? Porn Ellen. Porn. No, as the Tiger's wife, porn Ellen. Yeah. Not to get confused with the real Ellen, you know. Right. Tiger, Tyler Knight will play Tiger. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tyler blogged, I'm Tiger Woods, bitches. All the news comes from Twitter this or Facebook. This is so sad. All the news comes from Twitter or Facebook. Even in the porn realm. Hold on. Go. Meanwhile, Vivid, what does it say? Yeah, they're not producing Tiger's Wood, but it's uh, offering big bucks any former Woods mistress. All right. That, you know what? Tiger has, you know, banged some fucking hot broads. Any 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 anybody from a fucking just waitress at a Denny's, pretty much. To uh, yeah, did you hear? That's 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 a interesting thing. Can you look that up? You want to know about? I think it was Perkins, I believe. Because there's now last week when we did the show, there were six, which I'm a fan of. I'm and a fan of the Perkins. We haven't checked out the other. There's five more, Rock. There's eleven now. Eleven, of course, is eleven. And and the latest there news she goes is that Tiger indefinitely is is leaving golf. Local ex-Perkins worker details Definitely. frantic affair. Mindy Lawton, who worked at a Perkins near Tiger Woods' Iowsworth right. home, claims H- she Here's had a where Tiger went wrong. He banged somebody named Mindy Lawton. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. You don't want to ever bang Look somebody at this bag with a bag of waffle. You don't want to ever bang somebody with the, with the word law in their name. <laughs> She's got a boa for hair. No? Kind of looks like a boa to me. A mink? Comprende, dickhead. Something. It's something not hair like. Give me some SoCo, Rock. She's got like. <laughs> give me some SoCo. <laughs> Here you go. Give me some SoCo, slit. That's what go. I say to you. That's what I do. All right. So, who who are the bitches? We want to know. You want to know them all? Tiger Woods' fourth mistress was a local ex Perkins worker. 
uh, named Mindy Lawton. So yeah. she worked at a Perkins, which apparently is like a Denny's. No? Is oh, that- this is great. I love this. This is, this is the greatest line ever. Minnie Lawton, 33, told News of the World that she gets to know the world champion athlete while working at the Perkins restaurant on Conroy Windmere Road, where Woods would order an egg white omelet with broccoli. Aww. I mean, he likes egg whites with broccoli. Who eats broccoli in the morning? I think Tiger was doing a little Gosh. shot of fucking Jaeger when he fucking met her. Give me some Soko slit! So that's Tiger slumming right there. Mindy Lawton is is Tiger slumming. What was he doing? He's this sl- guy's a billionaire. He's slumming. Why would you slum? Maybe she's very dirty. I don't get it. There's something about her that's fucking that, that attracted him to her. Maybe because she was just like prey to him. Dude, that's my bike prefers IHOP waitresses. I like where his head's at. He well, goes high class. I wanna I wanna say thank you to Schnikes, right? Thank you to Schnikes. I actually just want to let Schnikes know. It's Mike from WonderBros.com. Mike from WonderBros.com. I want to let him know that he sent me a picture of Kanye West with a bullet going through his head a couple of years ago. Yeah. Go. I actually hung it on my wall this week. I wow. hung it on the wall. Took me a while, but I got enough courage to hang it on my wall. You need a courage? And I'm proud of it. It looks courage. great on the it looks great on the wall. Kanye West with a bullet going through his head is hanging proudly. My little apartment. He is a mess, at Kanye. Kanye and Tiger should get hang together, out, right? hang out. Like Tiger has fucked up, huh? Uh, other other press reports have linked Woods with Kalikla Moquin, twenty seven, a marketing manager for the Bank Nightclub in Las Vegas. New York club hostess uh, Rachel Uchtel, thirty four, and Los Angeles hostess Jamie Grubbs. Man, he's so he's all over the place, man. He is. Oh wait, you know what you should look up, bro? What happened? The porn star, there was a porn star that banged oh, Tiger Woods. Yeah. And if you go on the lunaticradio.com message board, there's an actual clip Ooh. from Naughty America. Ooh, look at the plug of the girl, thing. Of the girl talking about how she banged Tiger Woods. Where did we put that? Was that put in news or something? Let me see if it was in the news. It's in news. Um, Holly Sampson, I fucked Tiger Woods. Holly Sampson fucked Tiger Woods. So did they? Now, if you scroll through, like... Scroll through a little bit. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Scroll. You can mute it if you want. Oh, we don't hear it? Yeah, okay. I'll tell you when it comes up. Okay. All right, here. It's coming up. You might want to unmute it. All right, pause it for a second. Okay. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> thank you. I'm work. sorry. I, I just want to set it up. All right, here's a... This is a clip of Holly Sampson. What is this? What am I looking at? Now, this is like some sort of... Um, here, we can show this. Like, like talk show clip they do on Naughty America now. Okay. I haven't, I haven't paid in attention. Kitchen? I haven't paid attention to Naughty America in a while, but of course not, Karen. You're above it now. I'm above it now. Uh, apparently, and instead of playing porno clips on Naughty America and shooting scenes, now they have little discussion forums. Oh, great. Well, they have like like a Rachel Ray type Fantastic. in a kitchen yeah, talking cold. to porn stars about what they fucked lately. <laughs> what they fucked? Oh, right. God. It's literally like a Rachel Ray segment, just with porn stars. Rachel Lay? <laughs> Anybody? Thank you. I'll go with you. Thanks. They're not, they're not paying for this radio. No, Rick. they're surely not, so, so they, they get, get the what sh- they get. They get the shitty jokes. <laughs> All right, so here's Holly Sampson being questioned by some broad who's supposed to be Rachel Ray, really, uh, about who she banged. What celebrities did you bang? As soon as they do the Rachel Lay, we lost a listener from the live room. <laughs> Fuck, there goes one of our subs. Uh, who gives a shit? They ain't paying shit. Right. 
All right, go ahead and play it, Rock. Hopefully she I ends. hope this is good. I met him somewhere. I can't remember where. Oh, no. Just cackling. Turn it up. Who it's all the way up. Who else did you fuck? Is that it? Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Um, I've had... To, oh, Tiger Woods. <laughs> you fucked Tiger Woods? Yeah, I fucked Tiger Woods, dude. <laughs> Tiger Woods. Um, yeah, that was How amazing. did that happen? Well, a friend of mine, Brent Bolthouse, he runs a lot of... Uh, okay, obviously. You know who Brent Bolthouse is? Yeah, okay, of course so, I do. He, he used to be a friend of mine, and he was good friends with one of uh, Tiger Woods' assistants. So me and my girlfriends, we did a bachelor party for Tiger, and uh, and it was amazing. And then he picked me to go in the room and yeah. have some, you know, whatever. And I have to say, he was really good. Was he? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So both him and This Kevin is ridiculous. That is awesome. Great story, huh? I like how she's in trouble. Take your boobs out. Take your boobs out. We're watching a video. The fucking Rachel Ray chick who's hosting the segment in the kitchen, by the way. Yeah. Why is there a kitchen when there's naked chicks? I don't know. Why? I'm like, it's just, but, but she, she turned, weird. Everything's weird. She's turned to the other girl that's not talking, and yeah. she goes, just take out your boobs. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Very... This is so weird. Hold on. This is weird on so many levels. I don't even know what did, to talk did, about did, with this first. This is why Naughty America shouldn't be doing segments yeah. like this, because the host just got some serious information. Tiger Woods, the most popular athlete in the world, who's married, just got told by a porn star that on his bachelor party, she fucked him. Yet, what's more important to the host of this segment is that the other girl doesn't have her tits out. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you bang Tiger Woods. All right, great, whatever. Hey, your boobs aren't showing. What are you doing? Even when the news is fucking dirty and slummy and scummy, what's more important is tits. <laughs> Do they think some guy is going to enjoy this? I Like, I don't understand the point of it. Hey. If, like, I would have been fine with it as is if they're just talking about it, but like... And I'm, I'm, I'm not, this is going to come across like I'm fucking gay or something, but uh, like, what's the point of them showing their boobs? It really is no point. There's nothing sexually interesting about three women in a kitchen just gossiping, just you know showing what it is? their tits. I don't get that. Ne- neither one of us are married. I got to imagine to a, like a married man. Like a, like a, a 42-year-old married man with fucking a nagging... Like, da, 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 da. nagging you like that? A nagging wife would probably fucking dig this shit. Stop it. I gotta imagine. This That's is what weird. I'm saying. This I'm, is so weird. I'm taking a leap. I don't this is the same, like, you, you ever seen those, like, wild international videos and that Russian girl who strips while doing the weather? Have you ever seen that that clip, Kieran? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that. Like, whatever. It was, like, I don't get it. What's the point? Yeah, great. She's undressing, but she's doing the weather. There is nothing stimulating about that whatsoever. Why bother? But she just, Holly Sampson just let out some fucking huge information. She did. That she banged the most popular athlete in the world on his bachelor party. The bigger problem is she's got this weird red box over it. It's so weird. That's a problem. She should get that removed. That's, that's the other, obviously, since this clip came out, that was the other thing. Tiger's been cheating ever since he was married. Tiger cheated on his bachelor party, dude. (sighs) Man, that guy, he's crazy. You don't just bang, I mean, what is it, 11 girls now? You don't just bang them over the span of two weeks. <laughs> or two months for even that married. That That is fucking years. How long has Tiger been married to that fucking Swedish bitch? Yeah, actually, that's a good question. I don't know. She's not a bitch. She's a very sweet girl, dude. It, it can't be more than 10. It's got to be like five or six, right? I think that's a fair number. If that, it might be three or four. Oh, okay. That's what happens when you're a billionaire, Kieran. You oh, just no, think no, no. you can do Anything, including having sex with a, a waitress at Perkins. 
No, you 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 have to uh, you have to everybody when you hear the Tiger Woods thing, this is what you think. You go you go to yourself. Tiger got married way too early, right? Tiger should a guy like Tiger should marry at like forty four after he's run amok and got all the pussy that he wanted in his life because that guy gets it thrown at him like crazy. I know he's surrounded by security, but that guy can get any piece of ass he'll ever want. He's a rock star to the 10th power. Right. Right. You know, like the stories about Motley Crue and the groupies and shit they had back tenfold. Right, exactly. Tenfold. He can get get classy ass. He can get the dirtiest of dirty. He can get the girl at Perkins. Did you hear about the text message from one of his... His little no. who is about how she says, when are you going to stop playing that boring game? Referring to golf. Really? Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear about? Oh, man. I wish I could find that the, the text transcript. The tiger text back. That's why I have billings, you slit. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, where is it? Uh, text transcript of Tiger Woods. No, wait. Unbelievable. Anyway, Jamie Gr- I guess it was Jamie Grubbs. Uh, Jamie Grubbs? The one from Vegas who was the model who uh, was like the showcase girl? Where is it? Oh, here. Oh, are these are the text messages? Yeah, like, Jamie says, take a break from watching, uh, take a break from watching boring old golf. I mean, the amazing sport of golf, winky face. Oh, my God. This is how far this story has gone. We actually have a transcript of the text messages. Oh, you didn't hear about this? Oh, come on. Kierner is so much coming out now. It's hilarity all over the place. How much do you miss? Tiger Woods is going to have the Benny Hill music just like following him with his life because he is just a fucking mess. Yeah. Hey, sexy, I can't come out this week. Something came up family-wise. July 20th, 3.04 p.m. Jamie texts back, that's okay. I'm hoping everything is fine. Uh, Would have liked to see you. Uh, Tiger texts back, we'll make it happen. I'm not going to read this whole fucking thing. No, I know. It's a lot. But I just like the boring old golf reference that she makes. You know, the boring old game that he makes a bajillion dollars with. Uh, let's see. She's, Jamie Jamie at one point says, I only watch football. And then Tiger responds, figured you'd you'd say that big black guys. <laughs> Tiger's awesome. Hey, Tiger. Tiger, had a little, Tiger little, making a Lex Steel reference. I'll read that again. I'll give a Tiger a rim shot. I don't know. <laughs> Jamie, I only watch football, Tiger. Figured you would say that. Big black guys. Uh, you are my first, last, and only Aww. black guy. You should feel special. That's what she wrote back. I wish I got a text like that. <laughs> yes, and yes, I want to. I want a black. I want to be known as a Hold black. Hold on, and Tiger writes back. Why do I not believe that? Look at that. Wow. Whoa, wait a second. Tiger made a Bone Thugs and Harmony reference? Of course. Wait a minute. I have fun with you. Tiger You're- seems like a guy that listens to uh, Boys to Men. The day I met, Jamie goes, the day I met you, I thought you were going to kick me out a few times, but for some, uh, for someone reason you didn't, and you have told me numerous times I talk too much, but slowly as I get to know you, I'll think you're absolutely amazing. You are wrong. I'm Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> What is he? I want Soko live. I want him on the show. Give me some slit. We have got to get Tiger on the show. Tiger he made a Bone Thugs and Harmony reference after the girl kind of poured her heart out to him on a text message. Tiger types back, "Yeah, Bone Thugs and Harmony, motherfucker." Here, text message, Jamie. 
Tiger, you are the greatest. I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you and be your everything. Tiger, dicks in the ass are bad for your health. All right, hold on, Rock. We got to read the. I'll, be, nice I'll, be, I'll be Jamie after Tiger wrote. It's made a nice you, cube reference. I'm sorry. I, I glossed it's over it. Right, right. But I'm trying to get this text message. Okay. Um, you are wrong. I am bone thugs in harmony. That's what Tiger writes. Jamie writes back. Something wrong, babe? Question mark. I was excited to spend time with you this week, October 15th. Yeah, that's obviously, the, yeah. that's the time. And then what does Tiger write back? I, I will see you Sunday night. It's the only night in which I am totally free, but I have to leave at 530 Monday morning to drive up to the Valley for an outing for one of my sponsors. See you at eight on Sunday in Newport. You know, he's got to go to an outing with his sponsors. Without, you know, at that point when you're writing about your sponsors, you know, one of those sponsors that basically every second of your life gives you $100,000. Right. Something like this where you're fucking around with this girl and writing these text messages. At what point do you realize, you know, this could fuck up these sponsorships. Right. And I shouldn't be doing it. When you're, when you're married and you're texting a chick who's hot as balls, give, give Jamie Jungers some credit. She's hot as balls. And I know where Tiger was thinking right there. But when you're texting and you're going, I got to meet with one of my sponsors who's paying me 60 mil at a clip. Right. <laughs> when do you, when, like, he, he's writing it, his sponsors, the same sponsors that if they found out what the fuck he's doing at that moment would be like, Slaytron, Tiger, you're a fucked up son of a bitch. Yeah. Wow. Bone Thugs and Harmony reference. I can't get past that. Uh, Tiger writes back after he wrote that. Don't text me back tomorrow morning. I'll have many people around me right now. Oh, my God. Send me something very naughty. Oh, no. Tiger. Oh, what is he saying? Tiger. Jamie, some things are worth waiting for, LOL. Besides, I'm at work. Go to the bathroom and take it. Ha ha, you're too much. Wait, is this Tiger or someone else? Hold on, I'm playing Jamie. You play Tiger. I know, but this is reminding me of someone else I know. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) Ha ha, you're too much. (laughs) Oh, here she comes. Watch out, boy. Wait, yeah, is this a Tiger and Jamie or... Uh, never mind. <laughs> Sounds, hold on. These my text messages? <laughs> oh, wait, the sponsor thing threw me off. Right? <laughs> Outside of the sponsor part, this could be someone we know. <laughs> All right. Hold on. I'm, I'm Jamie. Okay, you're your Tiger. All right, so... We're so, doing this on the fly, people. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, say, so start here. Uh, okay. Uh, some things are, are worth waiting for, LOL. Besides, I'm at work. Go to the bathroom and take it. Ha ha, you're too funny. Much. <laughs> you're not even reading, Kieran. It says, ha ha, you're too much. Oh, you're too much. Uh, are you leaving me because your wife is still in Newport? Oh, frowny face. Frowny face. I'm I am lonely now. I, I like falling asleep in your arms. Aww. I wanted something like that. Sorry, baby. I just can't sleep. It's just a problem I have. My wife is the problem. He's like, I got this problem. It's called marriage. Yeah. Jeez, Tiger. It's called the gash sleeping next to me. Jeez, man. Give me some Soko slit. Tiger, she's not here. They left this morning. Uh, Well, I appreciate you're not wanting to wake me up, but if... Why... Yeah, you know, it's text messaging. <laughs> Couldn't sleep. Uh, I'd rather uh, set up and talk to you more. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Because I'm blaze blazing? What is what is he wait, because I'm blazing? Smiley face? What does he mean he's blaze a bla- blaze blazing? He's blazing? What does that mean? Is that a word? I gotta well, Google this. Well Jamie wrote something that was supposed to be sort of lovey dovey and then and then Tiger wrote 
back um, Blazin. Oh, Blazin is someone of mixed African and Asian ancestry, which he is. Oh, he's Blazin. Get it? Black and Asian? He's Blazin. Wow, Tiger. Tiger's making references to Bone Thugs and Harmony, Blazins, <laughs> and going to the bathroom and taking photos. Fo- Boy, does he listen to the show? I tell you what, I, I you know what? Um, the only thing that annoys me about this story is that he's taking a break from golf indefinitely. Because the only reason why I like Tiger, wow, and we all like Tiger, is because he's an amazing golfer. Guys in their in their mid mid twenties to their you know I don't know to their seventies love Tiger because he's an amazing golfer and he does stuff on the course that no one has ever seen before. That's why we love Tiger. So now. All those people, that whole entire demographic from the mid-20s to the late 70s are all pissed now because Tiger's not playing golf. Right. Because he's got to deal with the broad that he fucked up with. (laughs) Guys from their mid-20s to the late 70s are going, all right, what the fuck did you do, ass? Why couldn't you just stick with one piece of pussy? Why? Maverick in the chat room is asking, why are we still talking about Tiger? And Rachel follows up because Kieran wants to blow him. That's the reason. Although... You it- got it, Rachel. I want to blow him. I want to suck the cock and twiddle the balls. <sighs> what time was this? I need that audio I'll clip. tell you, 6.07, Rock. No, nope, it was 22.3. I need to mark that. 22.3 of the second clip. I will be grabbing that. Um, that will be next week's but it- uh, Give Me a So Coleman Lime yeah. Slit. In fairness of Tiger, anyone who makes a reference to Bone Thugs and Harmony, I cannot get past this. That is phenomenal. You know what? He would have done one better if he did uh, Roxanne Chante. I would be. I would want to shake that man's hand then. <laughs> All right, we got Richard Patrick on the show today. I want to play. I hope it. he calls in. I would like to talk to our old buddy. You know what? I'll do that after the break. I'll, I'll play some of his new music. Okay. Uh, yeah, Richard's great. We'll ask him about Tiger Woods, man, because that's a big fucking story. It's a huge story. I know. I, I know people. I fucking heard about it, and literally, I've been listening to TV and going, "All right, enough with the fucking Tiger shit." I get it. Yeah. And actually, you know, it'd be good to get to get his take on it because, you know, he's a rock star. He's he's famous and he's on the road a lot. He gets thrown at him, too. You know, I wonder how. And he's married. And he's not? a kid, too, I believe. So yeah. I wonder how, you know, I wonder how. Maybe how. maybe not on the fucking scale that Tiger gets it. But, uh, you know, who knows? It might be even a bigger scale because he's a rock star and he's right there with the crowd. I'm cu- I'm curious to take uh, get his take on it. That'd be good. Look, we have a question for him now. Yeah. Instead have- of just saying Hi. I, I I just want to fucking I love talking. To yeah, he's a cool guy. Story. He's a nice guy. If you haven't heard our, our interviews with Richard Patrick in in the past, I mean, yeah, check him out, man. Look at our blog and there's you just look him up, Richard Patrick. The guy is one of the fucking greatest interviews, and he gives us the best drops, man. He looks, he makes it sound like a million bucks. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, the one time though, he did call in and we gave him some props like towards the end of the interview. He's like, yeah, you guys are doing, yeah, yeah. You're good. <laughs> I've heard a lot about your shit. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't hear anything about her. No, he, he was trying to give us a compliment, but he just couldn't dig one out. He still got to respect the man for the effort. We got to get that clip and play it. God, that, that is cringe, though. It is cringe. Yeah, you guys are uh, doing something. But at the time, we Rock and I were like destined to be like radio superstars. So we, we, <laughs> we glossed over it. We didn't want to point it out to people. All right, here we go. Uh, taking a break. Coming back. More lunaticradio.com show. Love you, people. Right after this. You're listening to the lunaticradio.com show, the future former home of the finance guido. 
So Rocket is at blush right now. He's waiting to get his uh, his lap dance or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen to you, Rock. I hope you survive the night. I'm sure you will. I have no idea. You're going to go. I'm drinking this so quickly. You're listening to the sounds of Rocket at a strip club getting a fucking live oh lap dance. Oh, my God. This is a guy who. I've never been here before, but I think I'm going to come here every day. <laughs> What's that? First time here. This is amazing. Holy cow. <laughs> Man, please. Radio.com. Yes. Holy cow. Don't. And, and we do anything like this. <laughs> Holy rock, rock. T- yeah. Tell the girls that you want to syndicate your semen. <laughs> I don't think they'll go, but holy shit. Oh my god. Wow, this is, oh my god! I am listening to the sounds of my best friend get a lap dance. This is odd. Oh my god! Any comments, Josh? Uh, Basically, it's a guy who's who's been talking on the radio for years now, going to oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. The regression. This must be. Uh, I am. I am forever fans of Kendra and Precious. All right, so uh, so after dinner. <laughs> Holy crap. It's lunaticradio.com. Miss some of the live show? Be sure to check us out on iTunes and download the show located in the podcast directory under comedy. That's Lunatic Radio, iTunes, podcast, comedy category. Because we're f- <laughs> lunaticradio.com forward slash iTunes to download the show. Are you looking for HD quality uncensored broadcasts from all genres of news, sports, music, entertainment, and more? Or are you a broadcaster looking for a program to help easily get your live and pre-programmed content out to a wide audience? If you're either an avid listener of internet-based programming or a broadcaster with little or even advanced knowledge, then View Broadcast is for you. You Broadcast has created two revolutionary products for both the listener and broadcaster. First, the You Broadcast Player. The You Broadcast Player for the listener immediately gives access to hundreds of live and pre-programmed shows with easy-to-use functions and interactive features. It also gives access to featured content and coming soon, live concerts, adults-only programming, and premium content channels. And if that's not enough, the You Broadcast Station Manager. The You Broadcast Station Manager is an easy-to-use broadcasting tool that will quickly get your show up and running. Talk live about topics that are important to you that may not get coverage in mainstream media. Conduct interviews and other presentations, debate live callers, and play sound effects and commercials just like professional broadcasters. The best part to getting started is that it's all free. So go to youbroadcast.com and try it yourself. That's www.youbroadcast.com. And now back to the lunaticradio.com show. We suck. What up, everybody? Well, calm down, I guess this is. Ooh, I'm kind of feeling relaxed. This is like U2, U3. Word up. I don't know. Oh, this is the uh, Temper Trap. The Temper Trap? Is that in uh, Northport? (laughs) Not the Tender Trap. Oh, I get confused. Strip Club. Temper Trap. Word up. LunaticRadio.com show. 
Kid Rock, no Josh Gogan, no anybody. Just old school. Old school. Me and me and uh, Kieran just sitting here. Let's give Josh a plug, though. JoshGogan.com. Email said to show lunaticradio.com. Drunko Hotline 206 202 Luna. It's 206 202 I got a, uh, from Josh, I got a Christmas card. And the return address was his address in North Carolina. So he's, it's official. He's really going. It's really happening. It was a sad. It was a sad moment. It was nice to get the card, but it was sad to see the return address in North Carolina. He's going. Yeah, I know. I said me and Joe, and then we Kieran because I was thinking of Josh. I got Josh on my mind, not Kieran. But he knows that. Temper Trap, everybody. I don't know where they're from. I don't know who they are, but they make good shit. Google it. It's that kind of music when you drive it on a late night. Oh, really, Karen? And you zone out, Rock. That's, that's what you I'm saying. You should zone out when you're driving, huh? I like zoning out when I drive. Yep. I love home with good music. It's my kind of night. <laughs> See if I make it home. See if I, it's a game you play. Yeah. Let's play. See if I can make it home alive. <laughs> Some people play World of Warcraft. I play that. Wow. World of Warcraft. Okay. Is that, what, is that what the name of it is? That's what the kids are doing. World yeah, of Warcraft. Whatever. I don't know. I don't get the video game thing. People I play my NHL 2010 on PlayStation, which, by the way, if anyone wants to play against me, just give me an email, rocketolinticradio.com. We could we could play against each other. I'll kick your ass. Word up. I'll deek your ass. <laughs> Fucking rule. What was that movie we were watching before the show? Back to school, we're yeah. on Dangerfield. And we brought up the fact that the, there was that guy that's in it. Who's the villain that was in Back to School? Oh, yeah, the, the blonde fucking blonde haired douche. He's in Karate Kid. What the yeah. fuck's his name? I forget his name. Oh, and I gotta look it up. Damn it. I wish I could have. Hey, hold on a second. What but, the hell is his name? But it's really funny that, that we were watching it and we started talking about it. There is one guy in like the mid, late, well, is it mid to late 80s? Yeah. He played the villain in all those teen movies. It was one guy who did it. And I forget, we, we don't know his name. Everybody knows his face, though. If you're in your mid tw- mid to mid 20s to, you know, I don't know, fuck, your late 40s, I guess. I think his name was, uh, is this the, William Zapka? Is that it? Chaz? It sounds like that would be him. Let me see if this is him. Yeah, yeah, Chaz. William Zapka. Ch- Chaz. He played Chaz in Back to School. William Zapka. He was rules. the ultimate douche. He was the guy that was the villain in all the fucking. Yeah, he was in Karate Kid, and then he was the douche in Back to School. But you saw him, you knew he was a douche, you know? He was the ultimate teen villain. He was the head of the Cobra Kai. He was the best karate Cobra guy. Cobra Kai. He was a karate kid, back to school, and Karate Kid Part 2. All in uh, 80, 84 and 86. Tell you, man, but you saw him, you knew he was like the douche in the film, you know? And you don't really see that anymore. A, a douche across films, and, you know, he always he took that douchey role, just a jerk. He was never, yeah, he was never the focal point of the film. He was always the villain or douche. <laughs> karate Kid, his name was Johnny Lawrence. Ugh. Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. And in the movie, all the girls loved Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. He was the hot guy. What a d- 
douche. There he is, the, the Cobra Kai uniform. And then his buddies in the background who had that awful, like, <laughs> you know. Who's just, like, sort of, like, not as attractive as he is. He's just a one step down. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you have, to, you have to have, like, in the 80s, you have to have the real attractive guy who's the alpha male in the villains. And then you have, like, the... The scumbags who are his crew. Jeremy, Jeremy Piven is not always the douche. Case in point, PCU. Everybody loved him. The fucking PCU was the shit, dude. He was not the douche. Who said that? Someone said that. He was not. Jeremy Piven is, was not, is not the douche. Dude, to gain more... If you if you guys are bumming... Even on, on Entourage, he's not really the douche. He's just ridiculous. He, he's the only reason why anybody watches that fucking show anymore. Yes, Jeremy Piven, yes. And his Mercury issues. Yeah. He's a douche in real life, but <laughs> on the big screen. Jeremy Piven, if, if you're down on Jeremy, Jeremy Piven right now, go watch PCU again. <sighs> go watch PCU again. Can we watch that in, for the rest of the show? He's a fucking shit. That'd be great. Jeremy Piven's the shit. What was that great monologue he did? Here's what you do. <laughs> what oh, oh, PCU? Yeah, what was oh. that PCU monologue he does? Oh, he, I don't remember. What was it even about? I forget. Oh, man. It's about fre- We're going to make a reference to a movie and have no idea it's what it's like, about. It's about freshman life in college or something? I don't know what the fuck that quote was. Uh, hold on. So I'm going to look up now. 94 that film came out. Man. Uh... Gotta find the draws. 1994? Fuck, I'm old. He's old. Want some advice? Well, yeah. Well, here's what you need to know. Classes. Nothing before 11. Beer. It's your best friend. You drink a lot. Women, you're a freshman, so it's pretty much out of the question. <laughs> will you have a car? Uh, no. Someone on the floor will. Find them and make friends with them on the first day. <laughs> That's a great fucking monologue, man. He has some great lines in that. And, by the way, Jeremy Pierman in 1994 looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, he really hasn't aged. He hasn't aged one bit. It's all that mercury. He looks exactly the fucking same. <laughs> the Afrocentrist in the film. And the walls are painted white. And the chalk is white. And the copy machine paper is white. This, my friends, is a white devil's conspiracy. <laughs> it's true. It's all white. <laughs> 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 Here's, he plays draws in the film. Oh, where's where's that font thing? Where like you're you're studying a thousand year old font? I love that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I love that one. Sanskrit. What's your major? Sanskrit. You're studying a thousand year old font. <laughs> All right, just get out. Get out. <laughs> Go. <laughs> oh, that was the scene where he's handing out. Oh, here we go. Here we go. What's your? Ma- oh no, here it is. What's your major? Sanskrit. Sanskrit, you're majoring in a 5,000-year-old dead language? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was it. Not a oh, wait, font. Sorry. He, not he, font. Ha- he hands them like an English uh, Yeah, it's the best I can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I love PCU. Everyone should watch PCU. Oh, it's too funny. <laughs> All right. What's your major? Phys ed. Phys ed? All right, stud. <laughs> Seriously, get, get out, out of my room. Seriously, get out. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking awesome, Jeremy Piven. He was great in that film. You gotta watch it. All right, I want to play some new music from uh, Richard Patrick, who's coming up shortly on the radio program. Sure. Um, he's done, uh, well, he's working on a new album now, right? Yes. Uh, we've had uh, Short Bus, title of record, The Amalgamut, and uh, his latest one, when we had him on the show last, was uh, right around the time when he was releasing Anthems for the Damned, which has actually uh, become my. As of late, my favorite album that he's done. 
He's done a couple new tracks from for uh, soundtracks for films. Um, this one's from, I believe, The Stepfather. It's called uh, Happy Together. Here we go. Here's a little piece of it. Oh, at least. from the 2012 soundtrack. Ooh. The big movie that the big uh, CGI movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. This one's called Fades Like a Photograph. Oh. Kind of like a ballad. Fucking creates like the sound of his music. I love it. He's a good. He's, he's, yeah. he's good. Well at, produced. He's so. good at writing fucking music too. Yeah. That's what I like about the guy. Although these songs are not um, some of these songs. They're the songs that I love. What do you mean? What are you talking about? So I quit. Oh, that's oh, oh, like some of his classic stuff. Yeah, yeah. come on. Columbine. Yeah. Although that Turtles cover is pretty cool. Yes, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. I, I like how it was done. I have more of that. I cut it off. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I mean, but I, I, I like where he was going with it. I kind of like the setup of the song. Yeah, you know what? Because it's it's a fucking very jolly song when the turtles put it out. Right. But he he, he breaks da, it. Da, da, he makes da, da, da. it. He gives it a different feel. I hope he calls in. <laughs> I love that industrial sound. I really do. shit people yeah. 
it. Really? I like it. I like it. So fucking producers come to Richard like and they're going, it. you know what? Fucking make me a song, dude. I want to put it on my soundtrack. That's what they say? Gets into the studio, fucking hammers something out in six hours. Boom. Boom. Done. Good Boom. shit. Good shit. I like it. I've actually never heard a bad song by Richard. Yet, yet. Wow, you really are kicking his ass, man. I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a fanboy, though. You were a bit of a fanboy. I'm not. I'm not a fanboy because I don't care what the guy does in his personal life. Oh. That's a fanboy. If you just like the guy's music... But every I mean, there's some songs I'm not big fans of of his. I, just, I think he kind of missed a little bit. But he, he's got so many good ones. Which ones? I got them all in front of me, Rock. What do you got? Every one of his songs you have in front of me. I have every. Uh, yeah, I have every one of his songs in front of me. Uh, I could, uh, some of the songs, uh, some of the stuff of Anthems from the Damned, I wasn't too like the Wake. I like and the Take. I like. Mm-hmm. But um, Soldier of Misfortune, that was like his main song. That was his main song. I uh, wasn't I wasn't really a big Hatred is Contagious is a good one. Lie After Lie is a great song, acoustically. Lie After Lie. Hey, let me put that on. Let me hear what that's on. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not bad, yeah. In Dreams is another good one. Yeah. I mean, this you want to play song. that? In Dreams? Let me see. That's a good sound. Let it, let it get to the... Um, oh, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying... Let it get to the hook, and the hook's good. I just make it clear that it's not a lot of stuff. Just songs here and there I don't like. But majority, I definitely love. Here we go. That's pretty good right there. I know, yeah, it is. Um, only use like a, like a slow, depressing song. It's pretty good, though. But uh, no, he's got no, he's got some awesome songs. No, I, I, I'm just saying, like here or there, just. Like, I think he really, overall, you know what? It, it took me a while. That's that's the thing with uh, as I became a fan of his and, and filter. Um, it took me a while to fucking get into his music. I mean, it took me like when I was bored one day. I remember when I started listening to his music. I was bored one day and I just started flicking on the albums and started listening and started researching more songs and yada yada yada. And that's, I gradually became a fan and now I'm fucking complete, like his music from, from album to album, song to song, I can listen to throughout and I love it. I just love the fucking sound. I love the way he, he puts together lyrics and shit. I know I'm kissing his ass and people are probably hammering me, but whatever. You suck his dick later? No, I'm not going to do that. I mean, no, I mean, none of that. I'm just a fan of the guy's fucking music. Well, so am I. Like like back in the uh, mid nineties, Rock, you were. Or late nineties, you're a fan of Mike Piazza of the Mets. Wait a minute, hold on a second. What are you doing? You're a big fan of the Mike Piazza. Listen, did you want to blow Mike Piazza no, after the game? Absolutely not. Thank you. That's the way. That's the same way Mike I feel Pia- for, yeah, as, for Richard. Throw a Mike Piazza in there. Jerk. All right, we we're gonna do a uh, short break here, and we're gonna take a break. 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 We're gonna come back with hopefully Richard Patrick right after this.
And now back to the show. Lunatic Radio. West Virginia. These guys are gay. Lunaticradio.com. What up, everybody? Yo! <laughs> Kid Rock hanging out with you on a Sunday. Sunday schmooze. Word up live from New York. Christmas is coming upon us. It is? Oh, shit. It's creeping up, dude. Email us at the show, lunaticradio.com, Drunkle Hotline, 206-202-LUN, that's 206-202-5-5-666, everybody, Ooh. 666, word up. 666, the Love number of people, the beast. People doing a great job on the uh, Drunkle Hotline. Uh, by the way, I was watching the Robin Williams special on HBO. Oh, it aired, I missed it! He actually did a uh, little bit on the... Um, on us? No. Oh. No, he did a bit on the <laughs> radio <laughs> on the uh, shit car rock. No, he didn't. I swear to God, see, he, he did take. Oh, Robin, get your own shtick. Now, clearly, clearly, radio. <laughs> clearly parallel thinking. But when I was watching it, and he was doing the whole methane thing, and methane can power fucking cars, and yada shit, and shitting into his seat and driving to fucking North Dakota or whatever the fuck it was he did in his act. I was going, oh, that's great. You're making millions doing that joke. And I'm on the internet and I came up with it. I don't know. Oh, we came up with it fucking how many years? Not even years. It was like six months ago or something yeah, like, like that. six, eight months ago, somewhere in that range. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just going, motherfucker. You know, I, I watched it. I was going... That was your moment. I was going. You took your moment. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" Josh was looking at me. I remember doing the segment, and Josh looking at me, going, "I quit. I quit the show." Yeah, because he just felt like this is so obnoxious. This is dumb. I'm right. in. I'm, I'm in a fucking basement apartment with this asshole who conned me into doing his show and in being a part of his show and yada yada yada. He's looking at me. Yet I'm watching fucking Robin Williams. On a fucking HBO special. Robin fucking Williams. On an HBO special. Doing the same exact bit. How about those shit cars? <laughs> and he took it even further, Robin Williams. He was oh, he talking, did? He was talking about, like, sperm cars. and I think I did that, too. Yes, you did. Sperm cars. <laughs> I hate what Robin Williams does. I know, I know. Did he do that? Like, he'll mention something, you're like, eh, Slurpees, and then I'll go off for like 20 minutes about Slurpees. I get I it. I wish we could do that. It's ridiculous. Can we talk about Slurpees for 20 minutes? And he brings, he's like, it's a talent. At least he's not as bad as fucking, um, Who? who's that schmuck? What's his name? He's on the O'Reilly Factor all the time. O'Reilly? I don't know. Ah, uh, what's his name? Carrot Top? No. Oh. I forget his name. He's a know. fucking douche. He was on SNL all the time. The guy that does the wacky references, like, from history. Dennis Miller? Dennis Miller. I hate that. I didn't book. realize Dennis Miller was on Bill O'Reilly. Gooch in the channel. All the time. All the time he's on fucking Dennis Mil- uh, Bill O'Reilly. Fucking ridiculous, this guy. And he's got his own radio show. But there it was. I'm fucking laying on my bed watching Robin Williams 
do the same fucking bit we did on our stupid internet radio show, and he's earning kajillions. He's earning kajillions on HBO. That's a lot. Kajillions doing the fucking same bit. Yet, he didn't do it as good as us, I'm telling you. I'm going to go out on a limb. He didn't do it as good as we did. Because we hammered it in. We 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 mentioned the shit sperm car idea and then we went into detail, right, right. Rock? We did. It we, was all us. We mentioned where people could travel, how far they could travel on uh their own shit. Ooh. I wish I wish I wish I could hear some of that stuff. But that'd be, be awesome. <laughs> that would be fun. Oh god, I was annoyed. I was annoyed. <laughs> Stupid Robin. Well, I'm huh. starting to get slightly worried about uh, Richard Patrick. Are you? A little bit. The guy's a rock star. He's fucking uh, six I minutes know. late. Big deal. But you know. You know how it is. I mean, come on. We have we had a set time of six thirty. What was the uh, what was the uh, email we got back last? <laughs> um who the fuck are you? <laughs> Stop <laughs> emailing us. Uh, the last email said, yes, he's got the call online. Yep. Thanks, Stephanie. All right, there we go. We're there. Publicist is locked in. Okay, confirmed. 6.30 p.m. Eastern, 3.30 p.m. Pacific with Richard Patrick for Sunday, December 13th. Is it? Any problems calling? Oh, there's a number, Rock. Any well, problems? We should call. You know what? In the next, if he doesn't call into the next break, we'll call her cell. Or should I call her now on air? No, no, we no, can't do that. We can't do that. That'd be illegal. Ooh, Stephanie. Ooh. Stephanie, you want to get on there and be like, so what's up, baby? What's going down? By the way, Accenture has dropped Tiger Woods. Who has? Accenture. What the hell is Accenture? Is that his like, health plan? You know where the Accenture World Golf Championship? Oh, you can, you're not a fan of golf, so you don't know. I like golf, but I don't know it that well. Yeah, that's a huge sponsor. Oh, okay. They dropped him? They dropped him. Wow. Is his career over? Well, it, he, the guy likes to fuck, so apparently you can't fucking play golf at the same time. No. Well, and be married. Fuck other people. Right? Yeah, that's the combination. You can't fuck, be married, and play golf. That's 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 the that's the combination that doesn't quite work. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he's, well he's Century good. has dropped Tiger Woods based just strictly on the latest controversy surrounding his personal life. Century uh, management uh, consulting firm. Blah 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 blah. Yep. Given the circumstances of the last two weeks, the company has determined that he is no longer the right representative for its advertising. Censure is gone. There are millions gone from Tiger Woods' bank account. There you go. Well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm, I'm hoping he saves some money. I don't, I, hope, you know, I don't think he pulled a Mike Tyson and just spent it as he got it, so... I'm sure he's set for life anyways. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, guy, guy earned, but but you're going the rest ten, of your life for, in this misery. For 10 years, the guy earned $100 million. Maybe we can get him on the show now. Now for, that nobody... Uh, if you're broke after for a decade earning $10 million, $100 million a year, you're dope. You're the... He's not an NBA basketball player, dude. Imagine how much he's more. a golfer. I'm trying to just visualize what his life is like on, on, on a daily basis with the amount of money he has. You know, just 
You could do whatever you want. I mean, obviously, considering he's just banging other chicks while he's married. So, I mean, clearly he could do whatever he wants. But just, you know, Maverick. luxury. Do you know what luxury is? Do you know what luxury is? Maverick checking in. Uh, Trash and Karen is like finger painting in preschool. There is no. <laughs> it's so easy to do. And there is no gratification at the end. It's true. It really is. It's like, yeah, I fucking beat him up, man. Uh, Abson wants to know if I want to touch his wiener, and the answer is no to that question. But thank you. Thank you for the offer, sir. Abson, a.k.a. Rooster, a.k.a. Douche Cash, a.k.a. I'm not doing a show, but I'm going to make like I am. He's <laughs> 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 the only guy who doesn't do... That's a shtick. He's not doing a show, but he really is. I like it. It kind of like confuses people. No, should I roll into another topic now or no? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, if at some point we're going to have to call... I'd like to call. Can I? Can you want me to call, but not you? Don't hear her. Yes, you can do that. I can like call her on my um. Or do you? You call her because she knows you. We can call and say she's me. I don't want to do that. I, no one. No, I don't want to be referred to as you. Plus, also you're better at this. Plus, I'll probably start talking to her and be like, "Hey, what's going on? Do you like muffins? We don't need that." Because then you'll get mad. Mm. I highlighted the phone number for you. You did it. Okay. What area code is that? I don't know where she is. Hawaii. Some tropical land. Stephanie. Aw, Stephanie. Steph, you going to call her Steph? You going to call her S-Dizzle? Did you really say that? Yeah, I did. Sorry. My bad. I'm calling. Oh, here we go. Put on your sweet voice. It's probably the business line. Be like, what up, baby? How's it going? S. Jizzle. Stephanie's a, his accountant, or not accountant, is like publicist. What happened? Did you not hit send? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you didn't, did you? Why isn't it working? I don't get it. What's happening? Oh. This is what happens when you have an internet radio show. Sometimes you have guests call in, in theory, but they really don't because they're doing an internet radio show. So they're like, uh, I don't really need to call in. So so now Karen's trying to call the, the publicist. Did I mute it or leave me up? No, 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 no. <clears throat> no one's going to answer. It's fucking Sunday, dude. Why would you answer your phone on Sunday? Why do we do a radio show on Sunday? Oh, come on, close. No answer, Rick. No answer, no answer, no answer, no answer, no answer. I wish we had a producer to do these phone calls with. Yeah, but it's nice to do it on air because it shows, like, the struggles that we have, you know? That this is real. Dead air is exciting. Listen, Maverick, you know, we're trying to we're trying to get a show. Shush. Oh, sorry. Getting a little angry. Hey, Steph, it's uh, Kieran oh, from the LunaticRadio.com show. It's 642 on the East Coast. I was just wondering if um, the Richard man. Patrick interview was all set to go. Um, yeah, we're radio guys, so we're kind of like oh, prompt no, at the time. Kieran's <laughs> improv skills. It's okay. Um, oh, just no. give me a call back if you could. Six three one. crashing and burning. He's crashing and burning. He's like, oh, but that's a chick. I don't know how to talk. Just shut up. Hey. 
Wow. Oh, I wanted to call in. Steph's got a sexy voice, though. Oh, really? Maybe we could just talk to her instead. <laughs> That'd be great. Is it, is it ringing? Is your phone ringing? By the way, Maverick chicken in. Hey, Steph, my name is Kieran, and I have no nutsack. It's a good opener. <laughs> it's I a like good way to start one. to call. Ooh, Gucci said just called Robert Patrick the successful one. But that's not true, because Richard Patrick is very successful. He is very successful. He's, he's, he's got a house there in L.A. He's, he's got a house. You're not helping. He's, he's famous. He's he's an he's a excellent musician. He's known in the industry. Yeah. Industry. So, I don't know what to do. I don't know what we're going to do now. I feel like we, we've been thrown off. We've been derailed, as it is. We have been derailed. We were going like about a hell. We did, we did the Tiger Woods stuff. We did the Jersey Shore. He was supposed to call in, and this was supposed to be a little time. That's so This was going to be us and Richard Patrick, and we're going to do a little segment there. And boom, 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 boom. Rocket Radio Hour. I like that. That'll fill in. That'll fill in the gap. By the way, Maverick checking in. When does the LR show not get derailed? Good question. Um... Yeah, I don't know. All the time. Yeah, we need Cousin Rob updates, too. By the way, we have... Uh, by the way, by the way, by the way. <laughs> yeah, by the way. We we're, we we had the symptoms of getting derailed, Rock. We had a uh, famous person calling into the show, drinking beer, and not much material to do. This is going to... And it's just us two. <laughs> it was just the symptoms of getting derailed. This is the perfect storm Yeah, for awful. So we should not getting... We should not be... Uh, Surprised that we're derailed right now. Oh. Uh, Anybody else want to call open phone line? Yeah, does anyone want to call in just to say hi? Hopefully, we'll fill some time. Hopefully, one of you will be it's Oh, hey, Abs is calling in. He's nice of him. Yo! Abson, you're on the air. What's up? This is Rooster Patrick calling in in his place. Oh, so you're working on a new album, huh? Yeah, I've got a new album coming out, and it's a greatest hits compilation. It's a blank CD. <laughs> a lot of shit on there, huh? Yeah, a lot. A, exactly, shit. It's a coaster. Like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so what are you doing, man? What's going on? What's 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 news in, in Roosterland? What was the last time you jerked off? What was the last I just honest? woke up. <laughs> woke up? What the fuck are you doing? I'm sleeping off a hangover. Oh, why do you always sound like you're you're like constipated? Well, you always sound like uh, uh, uh. I would settle for constipated right now. Like every thirty minutes, I've been up and I've had the beer shits, and oh, it has no. been burning my ass. Oh no, it's seriously my butthole feels like there's a flame coming out of it. Hey, uh, uh rooster. <laughs> Hold on a second. I got a question for you. I have to get my uh, gas out. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last time you uh, called in, actually, it was a couple times before that. You, you explained that you were your girlfriend at the time was banging the city that you live in. Right. Right. She's <laughs> pregnant now, which is awesome. Oh, no. Not with your child, I hope. I hope not, too. <laughs> you are not oh, no. the father. Did you go back? Did you go back with her? Um, I am not at liberty to discuss that situation. Oh, no! <laughs> what is going on? I can't discuss. Uh, did you say, well. did you say, give me a Socoma lime, you <laughs> slit? And give me that, the Soko slit! <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, 
What happened? You banged her after she banged the you city? You did. Um, you, well. Aw, he likes some her. Some shit happened. Some aww. shit happened. And when you, when you were fucking her... Uh, after she cheated on you and you're all mad, you were like, you know what? I'm going to fucking drop a load inside. I'm going to drop you a know, load inside. You know, can you be a little bit more tactful, Kieran? No, I'm not. I'm nicer. <laughs> I'm no oh, I'm not fun. No. Rooster, get there off the phone. No Rooster, bye. Rooster, bye. Hang up. Fuck. There he goes. Hello, caller. You're on the air. LunaticRadio.com show. Caller. Hello. 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 There he was. That was Richard Patrick. Unknown fun. That was our Richard Patrick interview. We were just getting into it. <laughs> we got rid of, like, Ashley, get off the phone. Oh, maybe he'll call back in. I hope so. He'll I be. hope so. He's got to call back in. <laughs> Shit! What was that? No, see, that should have worked, though. I think he called and then just hung up. Which, I don't get why you would do that. Unless he's calling on a cell phone. Maybe oh. maybe Steph got my message and, and, and texted Richard and said, hey, you can't call the fucking radio show right so now. So what, you just call and then you just hang up? <laughs> like, I made the call. Can't, can't say I didn't call him. Here we go. Here we go. He Hello, Richard. Hello. Hello, Richard. Richard, you're on the air. LunaticRadio.com show. Oh, no, what's going on? What is you, know, he- you know, it's probably one of our listeners just fucking with us now. No, don't say that. I guarantee it is. Don't say that. I'm going to cry. All right, Absent, call back in because we want to... No, no, we can't. No, I don't want to fuck this up. What what is going on? What is going on? It's a simple phone call. We've tested this. It all should work. It's it's called being a show being derailed. No, it's not Richard Lewis calling into the show. I want to do a Hulk smash right now. I watched... The Hulk movie the other day. <laughs> Hi, Richard. Richie. Richard is not a heavy breather. Hi, Richard Lewis. What Richie Rich. On? We are fucking with you, Rock. There's no one calling in. No, stop it. It's not Richard Patrick. Seriously? It's Richard Lewis. <laughs> I'll talk to Richard Lewis. Juliet Lewis is calling in. It's Rich Mahogany. No, it's getting all confused. Rich Mahogany. Oh. That would be great right Dude, now. I'd love to talk to Rich again. Oh, we can't I miss those days. Can't do drunk calls. He, he did call in Rich, Rich Mahogany. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Oh, I miss Rich in the chat room. I was just getting into it with Absent, too. I had a nice little thing going well, on. Well, well, Absent, stick around for a little bit after we deal with the Richard Patrick nonsense. Call back in because we're kind of, I'm kind of, it's a rich around. Get it? At this point in the uh, podcast, people are fast forwarding. Yeah, no one's ever going to hear this. They're waiting. They're just going to like skip. Like, all right, we get it. They don't. They have nothing going on. So we're just going <laughs> to forward, forward, forward. This won't be in the weekly wrap up show. That's for sure. No. <laughs> Here's a reason why to use that show instead. <laughs> Good point, Rock. Thanks. By the way, you should tell the people about the re- weekly wrap up. I would love to. Be, uh, we started the past couple weeks now. Um, you can listen to an abbreviated version of the show. It's kind of a shorter segments, more to the point, uh, to help people who uh, download the show via their Wi-Fi portable devices. Because you know, downloading forty megabytes sometimes is a problem. So um, you know, we kind of keep, we kind of cut down, on the, make smaller versions, cut down versions of the show, and they're available via the same uh, podcast directory with Lunatic Radio. Or you can just go to lunaticradio.com forward slash iTunes and go right to our podcast listing. And you could download the regular shows or the wrap-up shows, whatever you want to get. And again, the wrap-up show is just a shorter version. But again, we always recommend people also listening to the full show so you can get to hear poignant moments in the show like this one where nothing happens at all. 
I guarantee you Richard Patrick's going to call in at 7.30. Oh, no. He's all confused with the time. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be good. I want to see if... Uh, I want to see if maybe uh, we got a message. So who was cool to the unknown call shit? Oh, that's I. You know what? It could have been Richard, or you know, you can do the star six nine thing on your you, phone. You can't do that because it's it's an unknown number. Oh, nice! I like that. That's why you do an unknown number because they don't want people calling you. Oh, here we go. Let's see if this is it. Caller, you're on the air. Richard Patrick, welcome to the radio show, sir. Good. Are you smothered in blankets? Yeah, we're we're actually on the air right now. Um, it's a little tough to hear fr- with you because I guess because it's like the cell phone connection, but hopefully it'll uh, work out. But uh, how are you, man? What's going on? Things are good. Things are good. Am I actually on the air right now? You are, Richard. As you should know from your past experiences with this wonderful broadcast, that there's no yeah, prep we don't time. Have any, uh, we don't have any Sopranos to talk about. No, <laughs> no we don't. We really, we really don't have. <laughs> We're really stretching our interview. Uh... Yeah. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> talk about Entourage? <laughs> you know, we'll talk about Curb Your Enthusiasm. Let's get on that show. We were going to ask you about a couple oh. pop culture items, though, Rich. But... I actually want to get to it. Um, your, your new music, sir. I want to know. I want to know. Give us a scoop. Uh, I'm passing through a bad cell phone part right now. Can you guys hear me okay? I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, we can, we hear, can you. hear you. New music, Rich. What do you think? You're making... Um, I got to tell you, man. I'm taking it back to mean. I like it. Mean, uh. The mean street. I'm taking it back to like... Um, Short bus and amalgamite. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I heard. I uh, we were listening to the uh, cover before the Turtles cover. Uh, Happy together, man. That is, it's a it's a cool song, and the way way you mix that up to give it that little that that nice edge to it, really well done, man. Really well produced. Wow, I didn't hear a word you said. <laughs> Rich, you want to call us back when you get into it? Yeah, you want to call us back when you can do, get into a better area. I'm I'm in my car now, trying to to get back to to more of a, a decent place. All right, Rich, call us back. Can you hear me? He's gone. I think he's gone. Yeah. There you go. There was our Richard Patrick interview. <sighs> wow. When he said "Wow," I thought he was gonna be like, "Oh, thanks for the compliment." No, it's, "Wow, I can't hear you." I'm not. Okay. You know. You know. The Rooster Patrick interview was better. You know, this is... Oh, Rooster, call back in because I want to go get a beer and rock and answer the phone and talk to you for at least one second. No, we sit right there, Karen. Do not get up. I'm going to get up. Oh, this sucks. It's not sucking, Rock. I'm going to go home. Absent, call back in. Oh, wait. No, because what if Richard... No, don't. No, no, no. No, because what happens if he calls back in? I don't want to confuse anything. You hang up. I get confused. You hang up. I get confused. You hang up. (gasps) You hang up it's and take the Richard Patrick. Screw up program. everything. <sighs> Go away, Baton. Comprende, dickhead. Oh, oh, here he is. Here he is. Here he is again. Richard, hey. Where are my lunatics? <laughs> there you are, sir. <laughs> we'll just do intros. <laughs> well, welcome back to the radio program. Now we can hear you. Good Lord. Yeah. Um. Filter, yeah, I'm actually pissed and 
um, unhappy, and so I'm writing equivalently mean-ass music. Really? You pissed? Sure, yeah. I, I, um, I mean, I, I loved being 26 and pissed off, and I wrote Short <laughs> Bus and was just this angry, belligerent, mean record. And, um, you know, even on that record, I had, like, Stuck in Here and some mellow stuff. And it's bizarre because everybody I work with, like, loves, like, how, like, melodic and, and kind of pretty I can sound. Right. And, um, you know, they hear Take a Picture and they hear The Only Way is the Wrong Way and they hear stuff like, um, you know, they just hear things like a photograph on the 2012 soundtrack and stuff like that. And they're they're aware of my, like ability to to be mellow and you know in a in a radiohead kind of um appreciation uh but the inner me really just wants to like play some heavy ass music and and tear the souls out of people's faces really i just want to i love heavy mean dark music so i'm actually um really enjoying this record even though it's 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 going to have its it's 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 fates like a photograph songs on it in fact fates like a photograph is going to be on it it's just going to be a totally different version right from the 2012 soundtrack it's um i i just i just really enjoy kind of going back to like just mean you know rock music kind of slightly industrial or whatever um are you, yeah, are you, so I'm you, having a blast. Are you make Are you making music, um, you know, mean music or pissed off music for the sake of being pissed, or is there like a like a an emotion behind it? I mean, dude, there can't be any. I mean, like you know, I have amazing things in my life. Like I have kids, and you know, my wife's awesome and stuff like that. But like, Aww. there's so many things that piss me off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 actually a lot. It's, it's way more easy for me to blow my top and be and be angry than it is to be um, super mellow, gorgeous. You know, layers of sound. You know, it's, I love that too. But like right now, I'm just in an area of my life where I'm just like, I really like grabbing a mic and screaming. That's really what I'm into. <laughs> it, it acts like a stress yeah. reliever in some ways, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't go off on a, you know, on a two-year-old when she spills her milk. So you got to take that somewhere. You know what I mean? You, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, it's for me. It's like music has been an escape, and I, I'd rather leave all of my emotions in my music and try and have some kind of a normal life, even though I've had such an amazingly difficult, crazy life. You know, mm. I, um, I mean, it's been awesome, but it's been really tough too. So. Uh, you know, so I have to be able to, if I don't put it in my music, then I don't, it comes out in other ways and it, they're not good. You know what I mean? Rich, um, what, I mean, shit, I'm trying to dig and to, to see, cause I'm, I'm such a fan of yours and the music you create. I'm trying to dig and see what I can, obviously it's going to be mean and, 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 and hard music, but I mean, what what are you going to give us with the next album? And when is it going to be, when do you think you're going to be done with it? It's funny because Faze Like a Photograph, I'm actually going to be doing a, that song, but like Brian Leesgang is actually going to help out with us. And uh, he's going to turn that into like this completely landscape of music. It's, I don't even know if we're going to have like drums in it or something. Oh my God. Oh my God. 
You just I gonna... just saw a dog get killed. I just saw a dog get killed. <laughs> no, I don't mean to laugh. Oh it's horrible, isn't it? You just... Really? Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, I just saw a dog get killed. Oh, that was horrible. What What hit the dog? I'm, dri- I'm driving. Wow. And a dog just got killed. Uh, oh, my God. You know what, Rich? Go to the studio wow. and make a song. Uh, was it bad? What, what kind of a dog was it? It was horrible. It was a big, beautiful, uh, like, point setter. Oh, my God. That's tough. Wow, that's brutal. That's brutal. Hey, guys, I'm going to continue this. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i call you guys some other time. All right. All right. Thanks, Rich. There he goes. Rich Patrick. Are you kidding me? That was it. Are you kidding me? That was it, Rock. This is ridiculous. You started left. <laughs> it's funny, a dog getting killed. No, it's not that funny. What? Uh, what? I, I'm it's very. Uh, oh God, I'm aggravated. I am aggravated now too. Ah, whatever. We have forty listeners. Who gives a shit, right? Take a break. Stand up, pal. Stand up, pal. Stand up on the way. Pull up on it to ride on hot carpet. Bonnie, wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. No, you fucking retard. Bonnie, just wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Tell them who you are. Uh, my name is Anton Zampati, and I'm here to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Give me a mic. Nick the Moon says Merry Christmas.
set up to do this call in and all that and he's like in his car and you know I understand it and in, you, you know, do under, uh, yeah I can, I, can, I can give the yeah I can, I can understand it I mean you're I mean, this is not a high profile radio show that's fine I understand that and then just say you can't if, do it if you're that. out and about and, and, and 
you know, unfortunately, you don't have a great cell phone connection on where you are. Um, get a new cell phone provider. AT&T sucks, Richard. Get rid of the iPhone. <laughs> get rid of the iPhone. Well, I'm just thinking like, you know, if if you're going to do an interview, I don't care what size it is. I mean, he, he he's done this show before. I mean, it's, it's he's not just once. He's done it five times, you know. But what are you going to do? I don't know. Okay. I mean, like obviously he witnessed the dog dying, but I mean, um, yeah, uh, it's just like absent call back in because I'll take your call over his. I would have rather than him just not call at all because it was just like so weird. Yeah, it was, you know, was such odd. A- it was really odd. I'm kind of I was so psyched. You know how long I worked on this damn fucking phone call? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's been like a month. I was, you know, you know, and yeah, is absent. There you go. Hi, absent. Hey. Hey, Rooster Patrick. Hi, guys. You're not going to hang up on us, are you? <laughs> I might. You don't I have never any, know. You He's going to see a dog dying and have to go. You don't have any cats around you or dogs or anything that's going to die, right? Oh, dude, I've got seven dogs in this apartment. Good. Kill one and tell us. <laughs> no, they're $300 a piece. I'm selling that shit. Right, good for you, sir. Unbelievable. Just- Cheer up, chum. It'll be okay. Turn yeah, that no. frown upside down. I can't take his voice for, for real. <laughs> I was re- it sounds so fake. <laughs> I am talking like this. <laughs> well, apparently there was a dog on the street and Richard was driving. Probably, it was probably on like maybe... Uh, Who cares? Whatever. A street. It was a street. Who cares what street? And a dog died. On. And I'm a dog lover, so I mean that's kind of a sad thing to see sure. a dog get ran over. But I mean, fucking come on, it's not your dog, right? Mm. Just comment, yeah. go on with life. You ain't got to cry about it and go write a song. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah, I <laughs> did he get offended? But do you think he got offended by that? Like, uh, uh, no, I think he really just got a little distraught about seeing a dog die, and I don't think it was you laughing at him, no. Although that was Kara's immediate reaction is, oh, I need to laugh. So, yeah. Someone or well, something was, died. I have to laugh. I had the same reaction, too. I was like, yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said, oh, a dog. Di- I'm not going to analyze it like I'm yeah. a fucking Fox right. News analyst. Who gives a <laughs> no, shit, right? Don't overanalyze it. Yeah. Don't. It's just not worth it. Yeah. So how absent. Um, Last time we spoke to you was a half hour ago. <laughs> Not even. And right. we, we were getting into um, you and, uh, and, and, the, and the former girlfriend you had who cheated on you with, as you said at the time, and I'm quoting or paraphrasing at least, right. uh, she fucked half the state or something like that. Right, right. So yeah, she's, a, she's a whore. So after that. After that heartbreak you went through, you got back for a little uh, booty call. Yeah, after she was engaged. I thought that was uh, like, a, I don't know, a return punch. I had to get her <laughs> back a little bit. So you fucked her when she was engaged? Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was a, that's the old one-two punch there. Now, now, there you go. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Sure, no <laughs> Can you fill us in on how it is? He was feeling something. In what, what does it feel <laughs> like? What does it feel like after getting um, some engaged ass? You know, it felt the same as it did when I was dating her. <laughs> I mean, there's no difference. Right. Yeah. So she actually, get- I 
kind of felt bad after that because then I was like, wow, I just took myself down a notch in society. So, wait, so could there potentially this be potentially your kid or no? She was already. No, no, this happened like she was already one month pregnant, apparently, when that happened. So, so you banged an engaged I'm, prego, essentially. Yes. yes. Wow. But I'm not satisfied because she didn't have the belly and it's just not the same without the belly. Wow. This is <laughs> that is some anger there, Absent. You really <laughs> you, you really wanted the payback. I have had issues when it comes to women, and oh god, shit is just crazy. Wait, hold on, I, right, I absent, absent, hold on a hold second. On, We're gonna on. add you to a conference. Yeah, hold on. Hello, calling right here. Richard Patrick again. Oh, Hi, hey, Richard. Oh god. Holy hey, this is Rooster. Shit, dude, I can't even believe I just saw that. That was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I mean, big beautiful point setter jumped out into the middle of the road chasing another dog and got run over by a car. It was horrible. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to be for the sake. Of honestly, Rich, I thought you just wanted to get off the phone with us. No, I, I wish. I wish. No. I wish. I no. wish I was so clever. Yeah. But no, that was uh, that was really bad. Yeah, no, it's it, pretty horrible. You know, Rich, it, it actually reminds me of a, uh, a fucking time in my life when when I was a young kid and I had a dog named Buffy, and I actually um, I was out playing with my friends in the in the street, and a, a big old eighteen wheeler came riding by, and and my and, and Buffy was chasing a cat across the street and got oh, I saw it yeah. right in front of my eyes, and it it, it destroyed me for for months. I'm sure it did. These kids, there were kids, there were kids uh, there just a minute ago. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of screaming kids, like totally screaming their heads off. That was the most horror. I had to do it. I had to get off the phone with you, do a U-turn, and go back and try and help them and put the dog in the car and get him off to the vet. I, I hope there's a chance. Did, did he? Um, look, he was in bad shape, though. He, limped, he was limping, and it was a whole. It was obviously his femur. I'm sure they're gonna have to destroy it. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Well, that's fucking live radio for you guys. <laughs> there you go, right on terrestrial radio, Rich. They would have edited that out, and we wouldn't even have heard any of that dog getting hit stuff. I know, dude. But we're on the internet. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. On it's the wild. We're on Al Gore's internet, right? The World Wide Web. So we own the internet. We can say whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> Rich, were you at Starbucks before? <laughs> see, see, yeah, see, I actually that Starbucks. <laughs> you see that rock? I, I knew Richard wouldn't let us down. Rock and I were actually kind of like sad. We're like, oh my god, I think Rich might have wanted to just get off the phone with us. But no. but but you know what? You're, I definitely have a I definitely have a great sense of humor. But I would never kid about that. That was fucking gross. Man. Absolutely. When you, when you when you see a dog getting hit by a car, any animal, any animal, cows being ground up for hamburger. I mean, I still eat meat, but like I don't want to see it. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't want to see animals be put down or suffer. Shit, you know, I, 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 I a human being. I mean, I, you know, I, you know, no one wants to see that. Yeah. I, I tell you what, man. I I I rethought. Eating beef after I've watched it. HBO is a motherfucker because they'll they'll show documentaries on like uh, what they do to horses That's on a pig farm. Yeah, it, it, I can't watch it. No, I can't watch I can't it either. Even watch it, dude. I'm so like after having kids. There's something that happens to you where you're just it, life becomes so incredibly like realistic. Have you seen the movie The Road? The Road. Oh no no! I've been oh, wanting, I wanted to see that. God. Fucking talk about bleak. 
Yeah. <laughs> Jesus what a, Christ, seriously. If, I, I do not reckon it's a great movie. It's really well done, but it's like Schindler's List. It's like, why would you want to put yourself through something like that? You know what I mean? It's like, it's heavy, heavy fucking duty. And, you know, when you got kids, all you do is think about what's the next 50 years going to bring. Yeah. And when you really think about, like, how much the earth is changing already, polarized caps, global warming, all this stuff, like, it really is. Like, you can really just, you know, you can just kind of, think yourself into a panic. I saw, days. you know what fucking freaked me out this week? I was looking on Yahoo. I was just going to check my damn email. Just going to check my damn email, Richard. And there was a story on the front page of Yahoo that had a satellite picture of this huge and enormous, it was an enormous iceberg that was the size of Rhode Island, I believe. I, I believe that's what they were saying. Okay. And it was headed toward Australia. Oh, my like, God. Like, it was going to be the next disaster oh, no. image we were, gonna, we're all going to, like, focus in on. And I'm like, I tell you what, it's, it's, it's so totally, I think it's like 900 million tons a day of carbon, of CO2 gets released into the atmosphere a day. Yeah. It's, it's the average, the average house puts 5,000 tons of CO2 into the air. The average house. Yeah. Just one house for a year. Right, right. Not right. every day, for a year. Um, yeah, 5,000 tons. No, it's even more. I don't know. It's huge. It's a, you know, a lot. Whatever it is, it's NBC. a lot. All you have to do is flip on NBC and they'll, they'll, they'll bring it down. <laughs> they'll bring you down. Yeah. Uh, it will, man. It's, it's fucking rough times out there. That's, going back to the music, that's kind of why it's like, I mean, you know, I'm, 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 I feel like I have more in common with like Slipknot or, uh, you know, than I do like Coldplay these days, you know, sure. I, I don't feel optimistic. I feel like, um, I feel bleak. I really do. And, and, you know, I don't know what the next record's going to be called. It, 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 a lot of it attacks religion, you know, some of it, uh, a lot of it attacks, you know, some things, but you know what? I mean, a lot of it, the other thing about the music is that it, that it's, that I like about it is there's this kind of like, it's back to sarcasm and kind of like it has a sense of humor again. Yeah. You know, because I mean, there's all there's, there's only so much complaining you can do. You kind of want to like just tear it up and like destroy something and and kind of laugh at it all at the same time. And um, I'm not necessarily attacking religion. I'm just attacking everything kind of all at the same time on this record. You know, I, my fans kind of just want to hear me scream about people blowing their heads off. I, I figure, <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they love him and they shot. They they, they kind of they, they kind of like some of the mellow stuff, but most of them really just want short bus. So like for for me, it's, it's it was a joy to kind of return to that kind of writing. But right. you don't seem like a guy that that will make like um, hard rock and music or, or negative music, quote unquote, just for the sake of being negative. It, it seems like you have some sort of when you when you make those type of songs, like like the take for example in uh, anthems for a damn. I mean. You have some. You had some sort of feeling. You had some sort of emotion that that made you create that song. Like you're just not going to make um, like kill your mother, kill your mother type of songs yeah. for the sake of making them. It's a know? good song, though. I heard it's pretty I good. Mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I you know when I left Nine Inch Nails, I mean, I was it was kind of like you know, it's like everybody in Nine Inch Nails made it, but 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 us, 
but like the the band. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like me and Chris Frenna and James Woolley and people like that. We were just kind of like, oh, so one guy's going to buy a big ass house and drive Porsches, and the rest of us are going to kind of not really do anything. You know, mm-hmm. so like. Um, you know, for me, it was like when I left, when I wrote, Hey Man, Nice Shot, I was kind of like really pulling from like the, the the underside of life. I mean, you know, when you grow up in a place like Ohio and it's it's really pleasant, my parents are amazingly, you know, providing, you know, incredible parents, but there's this whole thing of like, what's the point? You know what I mean? You get, at a certain point, Kurt Cobain looked like more of a hero than you know, or Nyvik Ogre or Al Jorgensen, kind of like, like, I don't want to, like, you know, I don't want to play by the rules. Right. And so when I saw the the Bud Dwyer footage, I just remember thinking to myself, not exactly how, like, I would have handled it, but like, kudos for originality and, and still <laughs> a bad thing. Hey man, nice shot, but at the same time, kind of dumb and what was your point and you made a spectacle of yourself but what were you trying to achieve and you know what I mean like so that kind of that kind of has the the weirder more creepier things in life have, have, have kind of been fodder for my lyrics as opposed to just like the obvious thing which was you know the last drug and anthems for the damned it came from just you know, how can we be involved in the Iraq war? Sure, right. Well, I'll tell you how it's oil. It's blah, blah, blah. It's George Bush. It's it's a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other song like soldiers of misfortune, you know, people are actually over there and they don't really necessarily want to be over there and they get killed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, so I wrote about that, but I realized that like on many levels, it's even more based than that. It's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, people graduate from college and they go to the workforce and they play by the rules and they do everything that they're told and they brush their teeth and they don't smoke cigarettes and they work out every day and they, and they, you know, they, they get fired from their jobs and, and like, you know, so it's, it's, it's a a struggle, you know, it's a struggle in this country right now. It's it's like, you know, back in the day, it was kind of like rebels without really a cause really. I mean, it was Kurt Cobain, you know, me, Billy Corgan, we were all kind of complaining about like really just not fitting in. Mm-hmm. And now there's so much to complain about. It's almost like, you know, it's a, it's like the whole world caught up with us or something. And um, it's wild. It's wild to think about how much things have changed. 9-11, the wars, you know, the financial yeah. disaster. I mean, it just keeps on getting worse. Here you we- know? Here we are coming to the end of a decade and obviously all the with the with the with the 24-hour news and everybody's watching and waiting for the latest story. Obviously the Tiger Woods thing has has taken over the world for the last 2 weeks, which is which is good cuz we're we're entertained, I guess, right? But yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's entertaining because we literally like we're like how good can that guy's life totally be? And apparently there's some pretty massive, you know, holes to fill. Pun. There's a pun. Nice one, yeah. Richard. Yeah. I, think, I think pun intended on that one. Uh, Rich, I, no, mean, I mean, he, he was you know, obviously so much of his life is now like conquering women, and and I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm going based on you know the, the stuff that some of these girls are saying. Obviously, I, I watch the news, and some yeah. of it's you know access Hollywood. 
you know, but like poor guy, even Tiger's got issues. Yeah. Even, even the world's greatest athlete of like, or the most richest athlete in the world, even this guy's got, you know, issues. Yeah. But come, yeah, but Richard, come on. You know, you know, on those some of those tours, you know that there was like some scenarios because that's the rock star life. I'm sure there was some points. You Dude, know, I took it to Sodom and Gomorrah. I, I was the biggest pig on the planet. I took it to places. You know, I, I, I yeah. The, I mean, but I wasn't married. I wasn't. I didn't have kids. And now I, I it's like I. You know, you got to be absolutely on your on your best behavior. Actually, you know that, that that actually brings up my next question. Now that you're married, you have a kid, and you're going out on these tours. How how is that from a relationship standpoint, if I may ask? Like that communication that she understands. Hey, listen, you know I'm traveling. You know, you got to tell I'm traveling around the country, if not the world. You know how, and you're gone for month, potentially months on end. Like how how does that work in the state of your life that you're at? Uh, I, that's a good question. It's it's yeah, basically nice. my wife knows who she married. Right. On on every level, my wife knew exactly who she was getting involved with. I right. mean, I, you know, she met me before I went into rehab. You know, for for alcohol and drug dependency. So, right. uh, yeah, she knew that it could only get better, and it did. I you know, and I respect my marriage. I knew exactly what I was getting into, so I just I just behave. You know. Sure. Um, but you she know, understands what you, you do. Know, other guys in other bands, they just can't. Yeah. You know, they, you know, other 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 people just can't. I just, I don't know. I came from a family. Where my my parents have been married for fifty two years. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. But, but but like you said, she she came into the relationship understanding what you do, the the you know the work around it, the long hours, you know the touring, the extensive touring and things like that, and, and it was just essentially yeah. accepting it um, from the get go. Yeah, I mean, she, you know, the 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 thing that she dreads is when I'm like telling, you know, stars for stripes that I want to go to Afghanistan mm-hmm. and and that I want to I want to play for troops in Afghanistan. She hates that. She hates, she's like, why can't it just be gigs in London that I could fly out to every once <laughs> right. in a while? Why can't it be gigs in Paris? You know, it's it's got to be, you know, Afghanistan as well as as well as London and Paris and all that. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I I'm I'm actually getting more involved with like film scoring. I'm getting more involved with um you know, video games and stuff like that. So I don't know how much longer I'm really gonna tour. So she's kinda seeing that happen. And sure. um oh, no. you know, she's kind of happy to have me home most of the time. I mean, you know, it, you know, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm growing up. Are you, you getting know? older, Richard? Are you getting I'm older? I'm 41 years old Oh, Rich, no, don't say that. Rock and yeah, roll's forever, I'm man. Hold on, Rich, you're 41 years old now? Yeah, I'm 41. Fuck, when we started interviewing you, 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 I remember you You're just a budding this. star. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I remember, I remember the first time we interviewed you, you were like, I'm still in my late 30s. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. You know, no, I don't know. You know, obviously, I, obviously, I, I have a lot of, a lot of film stuff that I do. Sure. I mean, I've got a lot of friends that are directors and producers and stuff. And to me, that's actually, where I'm headed, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just more of that and less of, you know, getting on a, a bus and, and playing shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's just, that's just a natural progression in my life. I mean, I, you know, I'm actually getting pretty successful at it. So I, I really do like a lot of that. 
you know. Yeah, and that's actually what Al Jorgensen's doing now. He's he's you know he's working more production. It was so bummed when I heard about you know he's not doing any more albums with Ministry and all that because he's you know he's changing he's changing his focus now more towards like the production end and things like that. So oh, that's cool, Al. Yeah. Al Jorgensen. I mean, shit. He was the inspiration behind Nine Inch Nails, behind Filter, behind a lot of bands. Sure. I'll, yeah. I'll never forget when Trent and I went to go see the Revolting Cock nice. in 1987. <laughs> nice! And Trent goes, you see that guy on stage? And I said, yeah. That's Al Jorgensen. He's my fucking idol. <laughs> and I, was like, I was just like, really? The guy wearing the cowboy hat that's, that, that's complaining because yes. his acid didn't kick in hard enough? <laughs> Yeah. That is so yeah, Al Jorgensen. Al, Al Jorgensen did literally, like, he invented industrial. Like, there were some other bands that kind of hinted at it, mm-hmm. but he was the guy that, like, made synthesizers sound mean on Twitch and stuff like that. Yes. So, we all owe it to Al. Yeah, and, and talk about a guy who's gone through, like, different levels of his music, different, like, genres of music career. I have on vinyl with Sympathy, that first album that was that, like, electro dance thing of the yeah. early 80s. And, you know, then he makes, oh, like... Work for love! <laughs> on that one. You know? Yeah. And then you fast it's forward 10, 15 you years. You on the internet and you can just find it immediately, like, iTunes. It's just like, oh, God, here, here's everything. Wow. <laughs> that I'm old internet. i amazed by iTunes. <laughs> You're on it. Did so you know that? Me out. You can internet. find you on that thing too. You know? your fucking internet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, Richard. Speaking about touring, um, you know, there's been a little us between Kieran and I. We've been have a little problem with touring uh, with you and Filter. Whenever yeah. you come to the tri-state area, you you seem to you, you go to these. Well, first either you just go to New Jersey when there's a whole area of New York. Yeah, that's like right. the first problem. And then if you go to New Jersey, you, you go to some small club and we try to get tickets. It's like if you're not within the first eight seconds of, of you know the, the Ticketmaster, yeah. it don't even bother trying because it's sold out already. Yeah. How, why, why, don't why don't you get a bigger I'm show? Why don't you get a bigger show? Maybe we'll maybe we'll just do a week in the greater. New York area. You should. You, know you could. You could totally pull. I don't understand why you can't. You can. You could do a huge show. You could do like Rosa Hammerstein Ballroom easily. I don't know why. You know, come to New York, man. Good. Play some that big shows. That was a show. great kid. That was a great kid. I love that kid. Yeah. I was like, I, I couldn't actually believe that, that that there were so many people there to see it. It was awesome. You should. What do you mean you can't believe it? Come on, man. You're fucking Richard Patrick. You're filter. You could pull. Yeah. You could pull the heads into the room. Come yeah. on, man! Yeah, you can you can do it, Richie. I mean, oh, well, sure, love. Call my, my call I, my agent. Get on it. I, I, I got yeah. some great folks working for me over there at CAA. There, no, there, there's a question for you. I mean, I mean, after you know four albums and and you've had oh jeez, I don't know how many years of of a career in music and then making these albums and touring and yada yada. How do you, how do you look at yourself, Rich? And do do you think do you think people still you know, are, are they digging your music? Or, you know, how do you feel about yourself when you look back on the career that you've had? How do you feel uh, about it? I mean, I've, I, you know, every day I wake up and I get to play music for a living, and I've been doing it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, so to me, it's the greatest job in the world. Yeah. Um, it, it's a little disheartening to see what's going on. Uh, with the, just the, just outright piracy theft, the brutalization of, of what's going on with our music. I mean, I was, you know, uh, you know, I, I, you know, my chiropractor, I got back issues and my chiropractor's like, so, you know, what's going on with the music industry and what's, what's shaking with it? And I'm just kind of like, well, imagine, 
you could go to a Russian website and double click on on you know a chiropractic service, and all of a sudden your back would be fine. <laughs> like it's 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 people are downloading music and people are just just ripping off bands and they don't even know they're doing it anymore. Right. And you know it's 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 hard for me to the the I'd say I'm I I love working in music I love doing it I, I it's it's the greatest thing in the world but it's been really really hard to watch people especially its own audience just eat it up and and devour it and kill it. Right. But I mean at the, at that's the, the hard part. Back in the back, back in the era of uh, Napster and and all that, you know, and during that I don't know, it was a span of like maybe 2 or 3 years or whatever it was. It it seemed like uh, bands that were popular at the time, guys like Limp Bizkit and 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 these corn guys whatever. Sure. It seems like they they embraced it maybe because they didn't really know what it was. Maybe, maybe I tell they, you what, you know, it's it's funny because it's like a double-edged you know, sword. It's, it's what I'm saying. Amazing. I mean, it's just amazing. Like on one level, like we have nine laptops on our on our, you know, when we go on tour. There's there's nine laptops when we when we hit it, you know, mm. and it's you know nine people have different have nine laptops. Everybody's got a laptop, mm. and one person bought a record of an extremely large band, mm. and you know they pulled it out of the jewel box and they stuck it in there computer and they ripped it and they put it into iTunes and or, you know what I mean and then they had the, the CD kind of sat there on the on the table right and then someone else noticed and said hey you just bought that CD do you mind if I rip that real quick and then that person ripped it real quick yeah. and, and so that's two different digital copies that were made then a third then a fourth then a fifth then a sixth then a seventh and then you know and then it's like nine people mm. Got the new CD of this band, you know, or, or one person got the CD of this band and nine people. So, and it's like I'm sitting here on my own bus watching this happen, and I'm like, wow, uh, that's it. That's really, that's really what's happening. It's, it's not even, it's, it's not even like looked upon as theft anymore. It's just there are now nine copies of that one CD. Inside the computers of these guys, they'll right. never even probably, you know, the, the band. Thank God the band is big enough that they don't have to worry about it, you know. Right. Uh, but I tell you what, you know, little tiny bands that, you know, there's so many bands that are just getting destroyed by the sheer finances that they can't even afford to rehearse. You know, they can't even afford to rent a rehearsal place for 15 minutes. <laughs> or you know, a couple hours a yeah. day just to get good as a band. You know, they're they're, they're that's just not going to happen. It's just it's just wild. If 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 Bruce Springsteen can go off on his third record mm -hmm. and spend a million dollars on Born to Run, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's how much that song in 1977 cost. And the, and the boss bucks, talks yeah. about it. Yeah. Boss completely. He's like, I was in the studio for ten months on Born to Run. And it was his third shot. So his first record stiffed, his second record stiffed. His third re in today's world, Bruce Springsteen wouldn't have a shot in hell to spend that kind of money anymore. Yeah, and do he'd, it. he'd be living in Asbury Park in a box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how many Bonos? Because the same thing, U2, U2, Boy didn't really do much, October didn't really do much. Uh, but they but they toured and they got big that way. But literally the first two records stiffed. So on their third record, War, that's when they really started getting big. 
they wouldn't have in today's world they would never have even been given that that second you know five hundred thousand dollar check to make the second record absolutely you know I mean? absolutely so, so how many bonos how many bruce springsteen's you know how many bands like that how many u2s are out there and are never even going to see the light of day no and, and uh, there's probably a thousand of those bands out there and we're never going to see them ever yeah. because it, yeah. it's a different day and age if you're not trying to get on a game show mm-hmm. and trying to be the cookie cutter soulful singer that those three guys on American Idol pick, yeah, you're not going to make it. You think Neil Young would have made it uh, with Simon right. going? You can't get on this stage and sing like you, you know. You think Perry Farrell would have jumped on that <laughs> stage and 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 impress the three judges that if you're not on a game show how are you going to make it i mean that's my that's my point you know if it's not a if it's not tied in with some kind of cross promotion with uh you know with with abc or i mean you know it's the it's the truth you know it's it's wild you know it's not going to be some guy gets on the radio and it's just an amazing song and they work it and they have some money to to get them into a magazine or whatever. They just don't have the money anymore because people don't realize that it, you, you literally, if you're not going to pay for the music, then no one's getting paid. So therefore you can't, you're not going to, no one's going to invest the money into anything new. Right. So I hate to sound like I'm complaining cause I'm not, I, <clears throat> I'm not complaining. I love my audience. No, I think they're fantastic. I just, I just it's the it's the it's the undiscovered talent that that is all over the the world that we're probably never going to see. No, you and you're never going to see it. I mean, we're living in a day of 24-hour news and instant gratification. We want it now, 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 now. Yeah. And if it's not now, it's too late, you know what I mean? So there's never going to be a Bono. There's never going to be a U2 anymore. I mean, it's just not going to happen. You know what yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean that's I why, you know, I went to see that 360 tour. I'm like, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is the last rock band that literally can afford to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, this is literally, I'm like, who could else, who else could really with, I mean, they're so huge with like how many hits, 25 hits. Yeah. You know I mean? It's like, they're insane. They're, they're literally Beatles size. I mean, they are, they're, 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 it's like the Beatles wrote so many songs that connected with so many millions of people that, like, they could, if they got back, if they were, you know, if John were, didn't get killed and all that, if they went, they could literally be in a stadium tour and do it. But, like, other than you 2 like, I don't see too many other stadium tours. I mean, honestly. Mm. I mean, maybe Bon Jovi. Right. Maybe some other stuff. I just, but even even Bon Jovi would probably have three or four opening bands, and it might be turned into a festival kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know. You too, boy. I, I I mean, it was pretty amazing seeing them in the the Rose Bowl. Oh, uh, ninety-five thousand people. Man, Fucking insane. ninety. Those Imagine motherfuckers. That. How old are they? They're well, seven. they're forty. They're seven years older than me, so they're like forty-eight. Forty-eight, uh, and they're still rocking yeah. out, motherfuckers. Doesn't? Oh yeah, no, no, age doesn't have anything to do with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mick Jagger is still fucking amazing. He played the Hollywood Bowl with the Rolling Stones. I saw them two or three years ago. They were absolutely incredible. Yeah. Shit, Keith yeah. Richards is dead. <laughs> He's still playing. Yeah. No, age has nothing to look at. Yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis. Did you see that twenty-fifth anniversary of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh no! No no no! Oh, you guys got to check that out. It's great. HBO and uh, Tom Hanks 
put it together. And it was the uh, 25th anniversary of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We got everybody up there that, you know, is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I literally was like, well, that's it. You got the normal five. You got the, you got the Metallica. You got the Aretha Franklin. You got the, you got the, the Bono. You got the Bruce Springsteen. And no one knew. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, you know, I yeah. mean, it's kind of. It's gonna be wild to see what happens hey, to our beloved music. Hey, Red, obviously, an anthem short of it was it was a politically charged album. Where, where do you think we're headed here with um, the world? <laughs> where, where are we headed? We're headed to shit. Should we just stop paying attention? And- I mean, if we, if if you know, if, if people like, I mean, have you ever noticed how much litter is just on the street? I mean, <laughs> it's just if if human beings Simple could make thing. the connection. <laughs> that like it really there's a there's like there's a direct effect when you do something shitty mm-hmm. you know what I mean there's a direct effect and if we could all just kind of like work a little harder at being cooler to not only ourselves but what like, I think we'll be okay you but like the world if we could be good to the world and be good to ourselves I mean, but we're still fucking throwing bombs at each other. Yeah, no, I, th- I think I think you're being a little bit too optimistic because I mean, I, th- I, mean, I-, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's it's. I sit there and I look at the. You know, we got two wars going on. Afghanistan. These fucking people. They don't give a shit. They just want to throw rocks at us. They just want to throw bombs at us. You know what I mean? They don't fucking care about democracy. They don't even know what it is. All they know is like they they got this crazy religion. They got this crazy ass religion that they really believe in, mm. and and that they think that everyone should be exactly like them. And I got to tell you something: we've been dealing with extremists for th- you know for thousands of years. You know, mm. Hitler was an extremist. Hitler was an extremist. Yeah, He's yeah. like, God, if you're not a Christian, you should die. Right. We're gonna fucking take you out. And it wasn't just gonna be Jews; it was gonna be everybody. They were going to clear out the whole planet. That, that's what his mission was. That's what the thousand-year Reich was all about. So it's just these crazy nutbags that can't let everybody just be, you know, a human trying to trying to do good for his family. I mean, you know. All I mean, if Hitler had kids, if Hitler really had kids, or if, or if he understood what was up, like, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be just hatred for people that's going to, like, make the world better. You know what I mean? 20, 60 million people died in, in World War II. Wasn't it something like that? Yeah, it was, yeah. 60, 20 million Russians. Some ridiculous number, yeah. Motherfucker. It's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. It's... So, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, I think we should take the piss out of it. I think we should fucking goof off. I think we should write really heavy songs that, that, that right. are fun. That's what I'm talking about, should, right? Play more guitar hero. I think if we're going to download a band, maybe we should go to their concert. Right. Or I mean, maybe we should buy their T-shirt. Like, get it back to them in some way. Sure. Because honestly, throwing garbage out the window of your car ain't working. Yeah, no, it's not working. And I, I think as a society with, with obviously the instant gratification, I mean, it's... It, get to idiocracy. You know you're going I'm there. I'm going there. Get into idiocracy. Dude. Have you seen that movie, Richard? Idiocracy? It makes total sense to me. Dude, doesn't it? It makes Dude. total sense. Hey. Rich, there are Rich. so many fucking retards out there procreating with children. Running around. I mean, R- 
Rich, just for one I mean, second. I don't mean to say. I mean, no, you know, hold on. No, it's real. I got a point. I, I mean, gotta, you know, it's not the most politically correct thing to say, but fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Damn right. It's the internet, Richard. It's all right. I mean, Richard, 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 just. There's so many fucking dumbasses out there putting kids on the planet and then not raising them right, for fuck's sake. That's great. <laughs> you nailed it. Exactly. And we're yeah. heading we're heading there. I mean, look at the, look at the top story with the last two weeks was Tiger Woods fucking strippers. Right. I mean, that's that's what we're that's where we're at. That's yeah. where we're at. And the, and the hottest show on TV is a Jersey Shore. Is a bunch of Italians spending a, a weekend on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> I mean, that's where we're at. Yeah. As a society, we're all focused in on this bullshit. And it's it's amazing that like Barack Obama is like accepting the Nobel Peace Prize. And he's sitting there, and, he, and they gave him the peace prize, and he's like, "Yeah, he could bring this kind of stuff up, but it took force to get rid of Hitler." <laughs> but you know, you know, like I, I hate to, I hate to remind you guys, but a mere sixty years ago, yeah, we had to fucking build a huge ten million person army, fight a war on two fronts to kind of make sure that we could have some kind of freedom, and it's like. Yeah, <laughs> we're still throwing fucking shit at each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're monkeys. We're, we're throwing crap at each other. That's it. So it's just humanity. What's going to make humanity better is if we're if we actually, you know, is, if, if we if we are if we if we just continue to work at humanity. Yeah. You yeah. know, if we if we if we just continue to be humans to each other. Right. You know, if we just continue to, like, focus on being human to each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just that humanity, because humanity is leaving humanity. It's yeah. getting less human and it's getting more ape-like and crazy and throwing shit at each other. See, see threatening right? each other. You know what I mean? Threatening with the bombs and the, you know, Kim Jong-il and the, and the, and the Iranians. We want nukes, too. <laughs> You know, the Iranians, we got to have nukes, too. We need them. We want them. Like, dude. You don't share nukes. Fucking vote in a democracy. Stop killing girls on the street. Right. Fucking maybe we'll talk about the nukes. Why don't we be, why don't we grow up? You know, I don't know. Fuck it. See, Richard, our end game is to know, like, in one of your new songs, that, like, a scream is because you're of this show and just the anger we're trying to build up in you. Like, see, see that one scream you know in that song? Saying? That was us. That was us. We gave him that anger. Dude, I, I, every every time I get in front of an audience, I get to scream. It's all of that going into the mic, man. Sure, it's, sure. It's all of that, you know? And I think that's why people come. I think that's why people did. Do it, do it. Karen, do you want to get to your uh, little thing with uh, Richard that uh, we were oh. talking about off air? Well, you're making a new album, right, Rich? You're working yes, on yes. it, right? And you're yeah. probably going to tour because of that album, right? Yeah. <laughs> When you come to the metropolitan New York area, I don't care where the fuck it is. I don't care if it's Connecticut, Jersey, Long Island, Manhattan. Rich, I will beg you. Yes. I will beg you. This is my we, goal. We will beg. We will beg. Uh, as as a radio show here. On Long Island. And we'll, tr- we'll try to make a bigger name for us. And, and if i like to, before you continue, i just like to say, I will not forget the day, Richard, that I bought Short Bus. I was working with my uncle uh, painting <laughs> right, garages. Hold on. Painting garages. I was like 15 or 16. And on my first little paycheck, I walked to the CD store. And one of my first CDs I ever bought bought was Short Bus with my first ever disposable income. I'll never forget that day. And I Wow. Out. How old are you? I'm 30. Wow. Yeah, I won't forget Must that. Be nice. What's that like? 
<laughs> what's 30 like? <laughs> it's, it's fucked 30. up, Rich. It's fucked up. So, anyways, I Karen, remember, so, I remember turning 30. I turned 30. I was on a handful of, I can't even mention it. <laughs> I was on a handful of, I can't mention it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, and so with I, that in mind, I remember, I remember Gino going, dude, you're going to have a heart attack. Guy. <laughs> well, Rich, yeah. when you and I wrote the song, it's going to kill me. I sang, the, I sang the song. It's going to kill me. You're kidding me. Yeah. I sang it that day and it was a barbecue and I was walking around with the mic and a set of headphones on just screaming into the, like into the mic as they were like barbecuing for my, my 30th birthday. Where did um quickly before? Oh I wait, get... you had to get to know. I wanted you to finish your request. I, want, I was right, setting I'm... up for the request to explain what kind of fans we are and how dedicated yeah. and how long term of fans no, we are. We no, are... I totally, yeah. completely. I, I love being so, on the so show, he, guys. I, we're a long. Oh, we fans. love you. I mean, dude, we're like we we consider our old buddy, and this is why Kieran was. We talked about this I before want, you came yeah. on, and Kieran's like, I want to, I want uh, you want to talk to him about this. I'll do it as buddies, as buddies hanging out, having a beer. Right. This is Kieran's and I'm and my request. This is all. This is all we want to do rich and, it, and if it doesn't work out that's fine but we'd love to do it and we'd be honored to do it do, do what? what what are we gonna do i'd love to introduce you on stage at one of your gigs you got it that's what i want to do rich. in the metropolitan the new york metropolitan area absolutely. yes yeah absolutely i'd love to do that yeah. i'd be honored now, to do that i gotta make sure that's okay with my managers because you know some radio stations I might punch them we, out. Yeah, <laughs> we're a you radio station. Rich, I don't know who you know. I don't know who promotes the shows. No, right. no, we understand. I got you. I mean, we I, we never had the a matter of fact. The last time you came to there, Kieran and I were like freaking out, like holy shit, he's coming in. We got to go to the show. And that, like I was telling you before, that whole eight seconds and all those tickets were sold out. And I was like, yeah. you know what, man? Like we haven't done like a proper like New York show. It's always been some weird promotion. You know, we did that, that some some battleship thing that sure. we did in in Philly. We did, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we did the Mercury Lounge mm-hmm. and just packed it full of people and just kind of that was it. That was a CD release party, I remember. See, I know yeah. it all. I know well, it all. Well, I guarantee you guys, when we get back to New York, we're going to have a huge party, and you guys are going to be the, the 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 guests of honor. All right, thank wow. you, Rich. Thank I, you. I'd love to do that, man. I want to. I want to. I want to see you perform live. Yeah, we've been dying to. I. I. We neither of us have had the opportunity to ever see you live, and I. You know, we both been fans for a long time. I've been since basically the beginning. Since yeah. you know, I gotta bus. say, man, everything. We bring everything that we're about as people and all our honesty and earnest and just uh, we put it up there and we let it, we let it, we let it out, man. It's, totally. Rock music is really beautiful. It's an amazing, it's an amazing outlet and it's just so much fun. I never, I used to take it for granted and I never take it for granted ever. When I get on stage, every single ounce of my being is just all about the music that's what it's always been about for this band. It's always been about the music. It's never been about like being a contestant on a game show or some crazy thing like that. It's always it's not about fame. It's not about that. It's about pure, total music. And, exactly. And bringing honest music, you know, to and, the world. 
Well, and, uh, well, I think that's why people, you know, appreciate it so much. Yeah. And that's how we treat our show. I mean, it's not about the fame. It's about, like, being entertaining and trying to give people something to help them through their day, you know, through their, really through their jobs or whatever. That. I mean, because I, I, I can spout off about how angry I am about the world, but honestly... I just want you to dig my music and enjoy getting out of your head for a little yeah. bit. You know what I mean? It's it's spending a Friday night, you know, letting some fucking steam off. You know what I mean? Going to a show and and having some fun and 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 and, and moshing with some some fans who who are feeling the same feeling you're feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it was. It's actually funny because going back to that, it is. It's, it, 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 there was a moment at that twenty fifth. Uh, 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 Rockville Hall of Fame mm. thing. Bono was talking, and he was on stage, and they were getting ready to play that song. Um, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. And uh, the Bruce Springsteen's up there, and Bono's talking about rock and roll and how important it is, and he just kept expounding. And, and he's like, you know, punks and poets and blah 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 blah. And then, and then the boss just kind of hits him in the shoulder and goes, "Yeah, sounds like fun." <laughs> <laughs> And it was just great because he was kind of like saying, like, Bono, shut up. Let's just play the song. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And it really is. It's just about the music. Man. Totally. That's what all, that's what, you know, it's just about getting, because honestly, we all have to deal with shit, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know, I mean, you know, the record that, the, the you know, Anthems was kind of written, uh, you know, for that kid that was, uh, Justin Ireland that was killed in, you know, 21 year old kid gunned down in the streets of Baghdad. All he wanted to do was go to college. And he, he joined, you know, the Army Reserves thinking in 1990, you know, eight mm-hmm. that we're home safe. We're going to be prosperous and we're going to have a wonderful, you know, new decade, new millennium. And, uh, you know, sure enough, he, he joined with that, you know, he, he took the, he gambled and, and took the shot, but he, he really just wanted to study computers, but he found himself in the streets of Baghdad and 10 days later he was killed. And, you know, that's someone's kid. So, you know, it's, it's okay to kind of, uh, experience that and, 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 you know, in, in music and everything, but at the same time, it's really important just to kind of like, uh, realize that it is just rock and roll, and and you know we have it great, you know, in this band. We we have great lives in the United States, and we have amazing things going on in the world. And like, you know, there are a lot of bad things, but being an entertainer and and kind of and kind of finding your sense of humor has been kind of like my mission for the last since anthems for the damp. Mm. You know, and do you, so do you feel I, like I, do you feel like it's your job to? Um... You know, as a musician and an artist like that, uh, to take a look at the world and then and then relay it via your music. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, you know, Sting got picked on because he was trying to save the rainforest. Right. You know, deforestation of uh, of Brazil's rainforest and and you know South America's rainforest is so absolutely incredibly real and bad for the planet. But you know, they're, they're just going to pick on Sting. So at the end of the day, it really is. I I, I kind of feel like maybe I, I talk too much about politics and stuff like that as well. At the end of the day, it really is. It's just only rock and roll. Right. You know, yeah. it's just like Mick Jagger says. It's only rock and roll, but I like it. And and that and that's kind of where I'm coming from on this new record. This new record's just kind of like it's you know short bus. 
You know, it's kind of like that. It's it's title of record. It's kind of it's it's it's. I'm not taking it too seriously, but at the same time, I'm I'm sneaking in my what I gotta say as a person living on planet Earth. Well, that's that's the great thing about about your music, Rich. And and, and I'm, we've kept you on the phone for so long. I feel like we're keeping you from something. But with with no. with with uh, <laughs> anthems for the damn. With Amps for the Damned, when when you when you talked to us last time, that was coming out, and I, I knew where your mindset was at when you were making an album. At the time when I was listening to it, I was like, "All right, this is where he's coming from. This is where he's coming from." But you know, I, I put it to bed for a couple months, and then I then I brought it back out, and I started listening to it. And I, you know what? You, you the way you constructed your lyrics and as such, I, I was just like, you know what? I can interpret these songs in any way I want to. You know what I mean? In 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 enjoyment in a different way. They don't have to be. Right. Yeah, I mean, with that I, I went really thing. on the nose with the promotion behind it. Mm. I mean, I did a lot of promotion, you know, saying that I'm I'm going to talk about the Iraq War mm. and I'm going to talk about how shitty it is. And uh, for me, I got that out of my system. And you know. You know, I, I, I'm I I don't have to deal with someone's you know I don't have to literally like stick up for someone's dead son. I think like like I kind of feel like I have to remember that I'm an entertainer and people don't come to me because they want to be reminded of of how bad the Iraq War is. You know they so I kind of got that out of my system because it was absolutely important to me that the world know that one musician in 2008 and 2009 stood against what was going on in the Mideast. Um, and now that I did that for me, and mm. that was a really great record. I'm absolutely proud of it. No, it's a great but record. I don't man. necessarily feel like I have to bring that stuff up anymore in my music for right now. This next record to me is about just letting it all hang out and being in, in a fucking rock band and not, I'm not going to be as, I'm not going to talk about chicks on the back of my Harley or something. Right, like, right. I'll never be that. I'll right. never be that shallow and lame. Sure. Or, you know, talking about crazy bitches. Or, I can't do that. <laughs> talk about your right. rims. You talk about your Lorenzos and yeah. your rims? You know what I mean? I'm not going to be talking about goofy shit. But I, 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 will, I will lighten up on, on, you know, putting, you know, inverted rifle displays on my, on my CD yeah, cover. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I do take a good. Uh, 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 there is a lot of um, pot shots at at, at, uh, at religion. I mean, I really do kind of think religion is kind of it's hocus pocus. And I did that on short bus too. I just didn't necessarily put it on the cover of my record. I, yeah. I kind of snuck it in there, and the whole thing is kind of like, you know, you know, you know what I mean. It, 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 the whole thing is kind of like a, you know. No. I don't know. I just I, I think it's I think it's 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 more about being in a rock band, you know. Well, I, I, you know what? We can't wait to see what you come up with, and uh, we won't press you. It's on awesome. It. You know. <laughs> when do you when do you when do you? I'm telling you, Bob Marlette. Bob Marlette is actually he's like so. What do you? He's like he's like it's great. I got this song called Drug Boy, and he's like. He's like, so what are you trying to say with this drug boy? What are you trying to say? I'm like, well, back in 1993, you know, me and my friends would, uh, you know, we'd take hallucinogenic medicine and uh, we would uh, find ourselves in a graveyard somewhere, you know, in, in 
in northern Ohio. And uh, inevitably, one of these kids would, would come back with a skull or something. And uh, that's kind of what we did. We, we 12 hours of acid, and, and uh, someone would dig up a casket. You know what I mean? Something, something crazy like that. And um, he's like, if that's not in your lyrics, then, like, you're, you're leaving. He's like, you're, you're, he's like, you have to get back to writing about the, the, the craziest points of your life. Yeah. And you have to bring that back because during Army of Anyone and during, you know, Anthems for the Damned, it was purely about like being subtle and kind of not really saying, like soldiers in misfortune. It's not really me saying the Iraq war is bad. And, you know, it's really just kind of me saying subtly pray for the soldiers of misfortune because they, these, these soldiers have found themselves in a very unpopular war. Right. That's really all the song's about. It doesn't even mention the Iraq war. Just, it's just, these guys are in an unfortunate position, you know, and he, Bob Marlette is like, where's the guy that wrote about our Bud Dwyer blowing his head off at a press conference? Where's that? Where's, where's that guy? So he's been, He's been literally pulling me into, uh, you know, into um, back into the, 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 the kind of absolute, you know, absurdity of just being young and being crazy and, and doing insane things. Oh, we love it, dude. We used to climb bridges when I was a kid. We used to <laughs> climb bridges and, and just sit underneath the bridges and, and ride and, and watch the, the huge lake liners come in with coal and dump coal into the different factories downtown in Cleveland. It's wild, you know, such an amazing, crazy youth. I mean, I'd get done with a Nine Inch Nails tour, and I would literally, like, just find myself, like, with no money running on the streets of Cleveland at 3 a.m., you know. What a great great place to roam, Cleveland. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) What a great place to roam around, Cleveland. Ah, yeah, Cleveland, you know, just. Earlier rocks. Kicking, kicking empty cans down the street at 3 a.m., you know, oh. avoiding police cars, you know, and, you know. Here's the best way to throw, see Throwing rocks at street lights and breaking street lights and just insane shit. Being Here's young the, and just absolutely nothing. This, so cool, hold nothing. on, I got to get this out. Apparently, this is Cleveland's tagline. Apparently, it's a city. That's the tagline. For wow, Karen. Oh, you really, on, you really wanted good. to get that in there. Huh? That was good. Yeah, that, that sounds full of hilarity. What's <laughs> up? Work on that. You I was, just, I was just knocking on Cleveland because we're from New York. I don't know. Yeah, no, Cleveland. Uh, nah, it's a city. It yeah, rocks. It's a, it's, it's a uh, you know, it's a real, I mean, it's like, you know, it's not too far away from the way Detroit looks these days. I mean, it's, it's got the Browns. hardcore. I mean, you go to Detroit, it's, it's. It's like when you look around, you're like, when was the fire? I mean, like, <laughs> like everything just looks burnt up, you know, and ruined. I mean, it's hardcore, dude. Yeah. It's hardcore. Cleveland's a beautiful place to grow up. I grew up in Bay Village, but, like, you know, we found the seedier side of life in Cleveland. And yeah, so, yeah, I gave you guys a song title. It's called, it's called Drug Boy, one of the songs. There you go. There's a scoop for us. Hey, we got a scoop. Richard likes to get, we need to get a you know scoop. We need to get a <laughs> We get a, you know what I'm saying? We get a scoop of a phone call. I from like Richard it. Patrick. I like it. 
Right. Yeah, this has been a wild, uh, a wild chat. I've really maybe I shouldn't see dogs get killed on the road like that. <laughs> well, we love having you on, man, and we love just like bullshitting with you and talking about everything and anything, man. That's what we love having you on the show. I, I feel like we are your radio show because we we let when you have when you come on, we just let you talk. Yeah, we like listening to you. <laughs> we like listening to what you have to say, dude. I got a lot of crazy shit to say. It's awesome, yeah. man. It's great, man. It's all fucking awesome shit. But uh, hopefully, we could co- you could come through with our, our little because we would love we'd love to not just only be able to get to a show, but man, to actually introduce you would be that would be uh, insane. That'd be awesome. I, I I tell you what, if it doesn't, if it's uh, you know, if it if it works out with everything, you, you know, and and. and and, and my people are not furious at me or something right. like that. I think it'd be great. Awesome, man. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because we, we, we're well, true fans, thing, I, I do think, I say yes to things and my managers are like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. But we're always you playing your... gig in Afghanistan. We need... What do you mean you're going to do a gig in Iraq? What are you doing over here? <laughs> we need so, Booger, uh, who does three to seven to introduce you. Yeah, right. He's the hottest DJ at our station. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta make sure that it's okay with the peeps. No, we I understand, but we're always, we're always promoting you and your music. All of, totally we're always playing your stuff, it, you know. Guys. Totally, man. I totally appreciate it, and and I tell you what, you guys are, you guys are, uh, like we were talking about earlier, it's just entertaining. I listen to you guys all the time. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, I appreciate you guys are fantastic. it. Fantastic. You guys Thanks. do a great job. Keep up the great work. I w- we will. We will. We'll try. Yeah, <laughs> we'll try, try. To, try to do better. Keep up the good work. <laughs> we might be in rehab pretty soon, Rich. No, no, no. So, well, we can't wait for the new album. Is he rehab? No. Uh, he's trying, I'm, to, be, I'm he's trying to be all it. crazy and I'm working silly. on it, Rich. I'm working on it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, rehab. That's, uh... He's needed to work on getting <laughs> laid first, Richard. He needs to get laid first. Let's let's take it step by step. Oh, Thursday, sir. Sex rehab. Hold on. I don't want to get out. No, We've had even... Richard on for so long. <laughs> I was just going to get into a whole Your sexual thing like, escapades. Yeah. You got the sexual problem, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rich. When is it, just quickly, when when do you think the new album will be done? The album's going to be done mid-January. I'm hoping to put it out early this uh, 2010, probably sometime in the spring. Okay, cool. Uh, we have the uh, incredible fortune to handpick um, – from several offers, record companies. I'm I'm a free agent, so I'm allowed to kind of go wherever I want to go. Right. And um, we have there's four deals on the table for us right now. We're just kind of like sifting through the, the the best offers. It's awesome. It's really great because we did a lot of hard work on anthems, and um, you know, like I said, it was a tough pill to swallow because the record was so political. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, now it's time just to kind of return to rock, and so um, I'm getting back to the to the more fun part of, of of filter, and I think that there's it's just great because there's so much interest from the from the, all the different record companies that we're talking to and everything like that. So it's it's going to be a good year, guys. We're going to have a lot of fun. All right, let's do it, man. Uh, we are so excited, man, and best of luck with the uh, the album. We cannot wait for it to come out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's. I'm telling you, it's shaping up to be some great stuff. There's actually video footage. If you go to on Twitter, right? com, you can see some video footage of us making it. We're right now. It's it's just a lot of focus. There's some writing um, in my studio. Then there's some editing in Bob's studio. Then there's some rehearsing. But it's all like from my perspective, and it's only like little glimpses. I don't like giving too many of our secrets away. Sure, but yeah, man. It's cool. Totally. 
It's cool. So check out. It's under Rich Words. You can see it. We have a we have a official filter YouTube channel and all that kind of stuff. Anybody wants to check it out? Officialfilter.com. That's the website. Officialfilter.com and then official filter YouTube or MySpace. We got it all. <laughs> he's, on, he's on the he's on that internet if you thing. Look hard enough, you can find some cool shit. Well, what we like to say, Richard, on the show, just Google it. Just Google it. <laughs> just Google that shit. Right. All right, Richard, man, we appreciate you taking your yes. time out after you saw the dog die. Yeah. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to have nightmares. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the dog lived a good I life. Believe, I can't believe I was on the air like, I just saw a dog die. <laughs> yeah, you weren't. You, you were pretty distraught about it. I, I, oh, I can my God, that, it was horrible. I'm, I mean, I, I just, I just I, I'm putting my vibes out there in the universe. I hope the dog's okay. I sure. feel like driving back. I, I, I feel like I should have maybe gotten their address so I could go back and check on them just to see the closure, but poor doggy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. All right, Rich. Thank you for taking the time yes, out man. to call you us. You guys. Thank you so much for everything. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Cool, man. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 There's Richard Patrick. Wow. Had a lot to say this time around. Wow. You know what? I'm not. Uh, even, I'm not even going to go into a break. We're going to end the show. Yeah. We'll leave this all for next week. We'll have plenty to recap next week. Yeah. Here we go. Do you want to fuck me? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. <laughs> some people in that chat room, you know. You know what? If you're not a filter fan, you're not going to like that. Right. I th- he talks about things outside of filter, but, you know, we'll talk yeah. about it next week. Word up, everybody. Howdy of the week. Time to swim. Pick a chick from the world entertainment. Dean, my howdy of the week. I'm going with Caden Cross because the whole Tiger Woods porno coming out. I was an you know. I'm going to go with uh, Jamie Jungers. Did I go with her last week? Probably. I <laughs> probably did. I'm going to go with Jamie Jungers. Who's got a hot eight a week? Anybody? Who's coming in a week. But uh, in the meantime, just want to give a shout out to uh, Eric Scott, Animal House, AnimalHouse100.com, supporting us. Um, he was saying over 15,000 views on the, the page on Stickham. With, really? Uh, I was trying to get over to the site, but I didn't want to screw up the interview. But uh, definitely, uh, he supports us, so we tell our people to support him. Animal House 100, man. Check him out. Eric Scott's a really nice guy, and he supports our show. Uh, Wise Fool, Hottie Week, Lordana Jolie. Uh, Adriana Celeste, uh, UFC Ring Girl from Robo. Penny Flame from Absent. Uh, Maverick saying, is anyone that Richard Patrick has fucked? All right. <laughs> Uh, Alice Cullen coming in from Casey. Penny Flame is hot. McGillicuddy Green. Laura Vandervoort. I don't know who she is, but... Uh, Hot of the Weeks. There you go. Wow. I I am... am Kelly LeBrock. Maverick's going with my chops, so... That's horseshit, dude. That's my bike. What what a range of emotions. We thought it was going to fall apart, and then we got an hour out of him. Yeah. Such a good guy. I'm so mad. Imagine, imagine us being able to, I just want to be able to go to the show. Imagine us on stage. I love it. Are we crazy? I don't even know what to do. Fucked up. Ah! Yeah, there you go. Embarrass us. Embarrass us. Embarrass him. Way to go, Kieran. Kieran will bring his dip cup on stage. Ladies and gentlemen. He'll do the monkey dance. His little monkey. Oh, shit. shut up. Shut up. Cut the music. Uh, you have it. Cut it. Okay. Come to the stage. Shh. Richard Patrick! Patrick. Con? Con? Fuck, Fuck yourself! yourself. <laughs> Give me Give so me cold 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 lime, you slut! Fuck you, There you go. Alright, we'll see you guys later. Later!